1: radio. Ah, uh, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky.
2: With your boy, twoco Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Rascal Cast radio. That's right. So if y'all already
1: don't know, now you know. This is your boy Tuco and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Speed star, lightning in the
0: jungle.
2: Homecoming reaction number two, Electric Boogaloo, or episode 190. You pick it. You pick it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked to see the number, and I went, oh, shit, there's a lot more than just 190 on my screen right here. <laughs> I yeah, had to, you I had crazy get
1: crazy fun titles for, for the other show, but it's like, oh, here's 147. I'm like, come on. We're <laughs> we we're funny-full <plenty> people.
2: <laughs> but I am excited uh, I spoke with the with the people uh, just a little bit, uh, for a little bit, like 20 minutes on Saturday. Um, yeah, I mean, I said my piece. I don't know where you want to start here, Alex, but. Uh,
1: let's start on how amazing Too Cold Scorpio is at whatever age he is. And how much did he carry is that he could still do a reverse senton double knee drop from 50 feet in the air?
2: He did. He did the damn moonsault leg drop. I was like, "Are, are you kidding me?" <laughs> oh, well, I haven't Grim seen that Reacher since like Janella's
1: first spring break.
2: <laughs> and then, and then, and then him and Jana, or him and uh, uh Grim Reefer kept fighting over the joint. Grim
1: Reefer. That was pretty
2: pretty interesting when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, I have a oh, question."
1: It like, like, and and we do have it via the the wonderful fight app. But I was just kind of taken off with how there was like, it seemed like there was like six matches. And then in between the matches, there was like six other matches, like in smaller fonts. And I was just like, wow, I was not expecting all of that. Give some <laughs> highlights uh, to our, our listeners that did not listen or, or people that have yet to watch the whole homecoming uh, uh, events uh, myself. I just like to pay for it. So I'll, I'll watch it at, as my le li- or at my liege. But give some highlights of kind of night one and night two before we kind of break down the main event or give my uh, insight on all of it.
2: Um, you know, it was <clears> – <throat> sorry, I just had some really spicy chili, and I put a bunch Whoa. of extra stuff in it. And now it's, it's like – the blandest what, chili. What the, it, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, and uh, I tried to take a <laughs> stand, but it didn't happen. I'm Jeez. just getting this on the, the tweeter here the tweeter. Are- there we go uh loaded on the tweeter tweet it um she said. <laughs> but it was you know it was a fun little show um uh, about, about three and a half hours i think three and a half yep. three, four, three not i don't think it was four but it was you know a good three and a half um main event was a nice 25-minute match you, you had a lot of stuff that wasn't like mind-blowing but it was a lot of just i had fun watching it <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm gonna try to get this under control. Was oh, that because of the wonderful New Jersey esque audience? Oh, that, I mean that 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 um, showboat crowd is always tremendous. How much of it did you check out other than the main event? I just had the main events,
1: unfortunately, because
2: so, this I, I figured out at like
1: 9:30 a.m. on Sunday that you got it, and then I, I Venmoed you the uh, the halvesies for the two pack. Uh, the the mist got up, and then there was a huge. And then we got the little one, and then we had family day instead of wrestling <laughs> and other crazy stuff.
2: That's okay though. That, 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 sometimes, sometimes you need it. I'll get mine. I'll get sometimes mine. you
1: an elevator to catch fire, and it's a horrific thing in a small rural area like where I'm at. But it's wonderful to see the communities come together and help everyone. Uh, shout out to the 13 plus fire departments uh, volunteer, by the way, uh, that, that helped put out that blaze in a crazy, crazy array of events around
2: here. And, and i more meant the family time than burning things, but...
1: <laughs> I mean that, too. I mean, <laughs> we're burning things, but that was before the kid came from her dad. But that, that's a different... <laughs> so. Damn. Yeah, I mean, where
2: did that thing go? Meaning me,
1: not we. we, we. Laramie
2: Dunstow! <laughs> I'm getting yeah, was some nice. I was to get
1: mad at in twenty one on the the Xbox Game Pass that I didn't realize it took three hundred gigabytes to download, which was fine. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be the Bears. i mean, let's try the Cleveland Browns. And then I, I forgot that I had every record with uh, Baker Mayfield uh, sets in in the first season I played on franchise. <laughs> I think I had like seventy touchdowns and like, seven thousand yards. Kareem Hunt running back in, that, in
2: any of those match games since he's, he's started. He's you,
0: guys,
2: you were doing the you forgot it already happened. You're like, this is, this is Andre's shirt. <laughs> I, think <laughs> <that's the shit. laughs> I think
1: that's USA.
2: Um, so opener, Marco Stunt beat Starboy Charlie with a dragon rana. I went three and a quarter. I actually enjoyed it. I think Starboy Char- Charlie is pretty good. He's, okay. I don't even think he's 19 yet. Uh um, you're a fan. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy, like, when he comes out, I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm, I'm excited to see him. So, you know, it, I mean, it's just up from here anyway. So, it'll be interesting to see where they go with him. Uh, second match, Tony Deppen with the Musaku yeah. knee defeated Ninja Mac. Uh, two, two and a half, I went on that. Ninja <laughs> Mac is, like, stupid sloppy. But then he does these insane, like, backflip, tope, cod, hilo
0: and
2: Like, just all these things. And he actually had gear. He finally got gear. And it looked it looked kind of – it it was not very flattering to him. Who is his, this? Monkey
1: Flip Charlie or Starboy Charlie? What's his name? Starboy Charlie. Char- Starboy Charlie. It's like simple gimmicks, whether it's with actual gimmicks or names. Is it that – Everything has been utilized in the world of professional wrestling and or names in the last, I don't know, century that we're just like, you know what? We're still tongue in cheek. We're just going to name ourselves Flippity Pete.
2: <laughs> well, and they said it's, um, are, are we are we considered late night yet?
1: <laughs> yeah, why not? It's my birthday. Um, they, it.
2: they said, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Happy birthday, by the way. Shout
1: instead out to Trick.
2: <laughs> uh, An Endman page, by the way, so... I've told you to bury somebody. You're supposed to be your birthday and bury another human. Uh, oh, my I daddy did. doesn't like me anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs>
2: he wished there. Nick Khan was his son. Uh. <laughs> Fun fact,
1: <laughs> he did legally adopt Nick Khan, I believe, one week ago.
0: Hence the...
1: Uh, United States versus Vince McMahon show that's coming out, which can be pretty damn interesting, uh, especially with Bloomhouse uh, attached.
2: Um, yeah, so so they're like, in, in, if you want to call him what his alternate name is, he goes by Ninja, comma fuck, comma Mac. So apparently <laughs> that was a <the> thing. <laughs> okay, I used to go with that too. Who was um, doing commentary on this show, by the way? It is was it was Kevin Gill who always does it, okay. um, and then Dave Prazak from old uh, ROH days. Really Which I was really excited for. And then Schlack showed up about halfway through it and That's
1: what I thought. I heard hi- I thought I heard him in the main event. And I was like, No, that can't be him.
2: He's so jovial <laughs>
1: when he's not murderous.
2: He's like he's like, Man, I wish I could leave the booth. So so if you're if you're listening, get, go buy me a beer. A tweet He goes, start the hashtag. Hashtag get schlack loaded. <laughs> <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, he's like, oh, shit, this guy just brought me two beers. <laughs> 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 he's drinking beer. <laughs> um, so social Monday, media, so, uh, AJ Gray with a jackhammer defeated Nolan Edward. I won three stars on this. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, then as we talked about Scorpio being a, uh, be a moonsault leg drop defeats Grim Reaper. I went two and a half on that. Uh, but then Drew Parker versus Alex Cologne. The Big Japan Deathmatch champion, Drew Parker, defends against Ultraviolet GCW Deathmatch champion, Alex Cologne title for title. Drew Parker wins. Um, disgusting finish, Colon still kicks out, so he just chokes him out.
1: And really? And they just ended. It was
2: awesome. It was, oh, it was wild. I, I don't want to give away some of the spots so you can go back to watch it. That match
1: I did intend to watch before the show, but... Uh we literally had, I think, nine loads of laundry that we folded together as the family, and that has never happened. It's usually me doing 90% and then Callie doing the hard towels and blankets, or Callie doing 100% and me and Hads be like, whatever, we're going to watch Housewives or Ilya Dragunov highlights. <laughs> yeah, definitely which Ilya is what is happened Ragunov. tonight.
2: Hey, you know, that's why... That's why uh... Callie's got to keep her guard up with folding towels or she's going to hit with a torpedo <laughs> Moscow again. She was in the
1: other room just in case. I was like, hey, you stay over there or your daughter's <laughs> going to give you the Moscow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But go on your way and check it out. Drew Parker House Club was awesome. Um, How there did he that, there was...
1: He, didn't he just win the Big Japan Belt like not even a week ago, it seems like? And he's already back stateside?
2: He won it 24 hours ago, got on a plane and flew to America. <laughs> Got off the plane and went straight to the venue, and then had the Jesus. Pack.
1: Yeah. Take that COVID <laughs> protocols.
2: Yeah, Is that why know.
1: AEW's worried now? Because you know all the uh, spikes in in recent times, meaning like forty eight hours.
2: Ah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm hoping nothing happens, but you you never if know. We didn't get uh, those all uh, out
1: tickets. Thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, somebody's got to sell that shit for the loaf. Let's go. Oh. Um then we had our typical scramble match that we had. Uh Jordan Oliver, bray uh Brayden Lee, Dante Leon, Jack Cartwheel, a sort of guy I like uh Shane, <laughs> Shane Mercer the the beast. And uh ironically Anakin Sage box? King was there. <laughs> sage King. There's no Sage King. Said Mercer no, Shane Mercer the dude the Iron Beast
1: <laughs> I sort of know, broke that right
2: guy here. off the house in the backyard you're show. supposed
1: to you're supposed to play Matthew right there
2: oh shit I rewind yeah wait uh, Jay- Shane Mercer was in it yeah this guy ladies and gentlemen you have heard the best
1: you've heard the greatest they're currently offline because it's an issue of iTunes something about
2: a hack so here it is ladies and gentlemen for your ears only WrestleCast Radio A.W.I. sucks. <laughs> I find it so funny that he knew who they were, too. Oh, the bad but goody. Coming up with <laughs> the
1: three-year anniversary of that, by the way. Well, yeah, didn't Deidre's video, was it at all, like, less than a month out? Than Then when yeah. they uh, went to that?
2: Yeah, because uh, Danny Duggan uh, filmed it, and then he uh, sent it to Matthew, like, the next day.
1: And then he was at Starcast too, wasn't he, Danny Duggan?
2: Uh, I don't think he was at Starcast. He, was that the guy won- who's
1: with uh, R.I.P. Uh, Hawks? Not Hawk. Animals' Donna? was that some other? No, guy? that
2: was uh, that was Jaden. Jaden Jaden Lee, and then uh, referee Rob Page was there. <laughs> was tight as hell. He was the one who I, uh, I cannonballed a shirt at while he was standing lining an autograph. He was like, what the fuck? I and mean, he's like, oh, yeah. of course you're here. I was like, well, what up, man? There's some free swipes for you. He's like, thanks, Cook. But he keeps watching. Everyone's looking at me like, what? And then I was like, can I take some of those wristbands? And I'm like, yeah. That's so why when you guys came back, I was like, ah, the swipes
0: gone.
2: Start like a mini riot.
1: Oh, Demetrius man. was
2: running around and back the whole time. Oh, just irritated.
1: Kissing MGF's boots. <laughs> hey, got us an interview, man.
2: Hey, hell yeah, you did. I, I will never forget when as as real as I could make it, I said, We I just want to appreciate uh what you do and how big of a piece of crap you really are to people. It it takes it takes some really thick skin to continuously be who you are. And he just kinda smirked and was like, yeah, whatever. And he walked away. I was like, he acknowledged it. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, you're so tight, man. That <laughs> was like, I am a mark now. And then I went and bought his shirt. And then oh, he yeah. made that guy pay for the shirt on his uh, Venmo. That was still hilarious.
1: He, t- he took his phone, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you want a picture? All right. And then he threw the shirt. He's like, what are you doing? I didn't buy it. He goes, yeah, you did. You just Venmoed me. He's
1: was like, oh, um, wow, Venmo's been around that long but only
2: been more uh,
1: popular, what, in the last year?
2: Something like that. Something See, like that, that list. But, uh, that Atticus Kogar randomly was in that match, and Kogar actually gets the victory, too. Um, Jordan Oliver hits Braden Lee with the clout cutter, and Kogar comes up, low blows him, and then covers um, Braden Lee to get the victory. Hmm. Um, then we had uh, Jimmy Lloyd and G. Raver, who had just become the new GCW Tag Team Champions while being in Mexico last week when they defeated uh, Miedo, Extremo, and Ciclope.
1: Pay, um, he was there. Nice.
2: And they uh, they defended the titles against the second gear crew, Mance Warner and Matthew Justice. Uh, Justice, via Splash, pins Jimmy Lloyd as G. Raver walkout out on Jimmy Lloyd, uh, which then they announced that in Chicago, which is uh, officially two years on the date when G. Raver almost died in that match Dying. with Jimmy Lloyd.
1: Um, yep. that they're going to
2: end the feud in Chicago and have the most violent death match anybody has ever seen in America
1: I don't know I think Omega and uh Moxley might have some <laughs> explosive things to say about that comment that that pretty damn good I I, mean, uh,
2: I you know there's something that terrifies me something. The prospect of that by the way right there yeah, are. I don't even I don't even want to think about what... I have a weird feeling that they're going to do a, a scaffold match with the spiderweb barbed wire um, um hanging above the ring that they'll fall <laughs> into.
1: I mean, what, I mean, I, I guess that's the only thing you really can do. I mean, you've had everything from no ropes to barbed wire as your ropes to quote unquote exploding barbed wire death matches or sparkling death matches. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen a scaffold match in, what, since
2: ECW days? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like they're going to do something crazy, man. I want to be there so bad. Do we want (laughs) to see that, though? Like, something that crazy? I want to for the experience of that crowd. I know it's not going to be the the same crowd as the showboat, but it's going to be a lot of marks there that are going to be all for that. (laughs) It's going to be a I'm pretty sure, I mean, that
1: uh, Chicago is way more class than Jersey, let's be real.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: I, I will say it, it might be, I don't think we would have withheld Matt Cardona or anyone in that position like that Jersey crowd did for many, many, many plethora of different reasonings for that. But I, I will say the crowd would probably be more livelier. Uh, then, then the Jersey crowd, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh,
2: then we had uh, frontman Jossie makes his way to the ring, and frontman Ja is running his mouth, and Effie comes out. And They have a, a weird ass match where where um, they're doing back and forth spots where it's Effie's Effie gets a crotch to the face, and then he headbutts the crotch, and then the crotch to the face, then the headbutt to the crotch, the back and forth, and then uh. After it was over, Jossie uh, gets beaten by Effie via Dragon Sleeper, and Effie goes, "Jossie, when we go to Chicago, you need to be my guest host at my big game brunch." And then he kisses Jossie. Jossie says, "I'll be there." And then, he, as he's leaving, Allie Catch is sitting there, and she's getting all excited and trying to like push her Whoa. boobs up and everything. And Effie grabs Allie Cat, or Jossie grabs her and spins her around and starts laying one on her, and she is just groping the hell out of him in excitement. And then he throws her back into the rope, and she acts like she's going to faint. And then B leaves, which then (laughs) leads us to Nick (laughs) Cage and Matt Cardona.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Talk about a Divas filler match. Frontman Jocky. That's what it kind of sounded like there.
2: At first, I was like, oh, shit, JTG. And then I was like. Oh, man, geez, I thought he was bigger. Then I was like, oh, oh, it's, I remember frontman Jossie. I, was like, I haven't seen him in a while. He had done some local stuff here.
1: Really? Mm. So local, I don't even know.
2: <laughs> and Speaking then, of uh, uh, Matt Cardona, Nick Gage, um,
1: where do we he, begin? I mean, something that we would say had a tremendous build-up, of course, uh, Moxley, making an appearance a few shows back, I believe, uh, in Indianapolis, where, you know, it seemed like he was position, positioning himself in the next Nick Gage saga, I should say, to continue the Moxley-Gage saga from their CZW days. Uh, but as we saw, uh, gosh, it's time is so uh, such a virtue now. Uh, you know, a few GCW shows back, we thought Moxley yet again was going to uh, – uh, gets gauge after he successfully defended his GCW title, but it ends up being a Matt Cardona, FAA Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo! My god, as we were talking earlier, as any wrestling fan, Ryan, they the crowd was nuts. There was what, at least what, twelve, fifteen, eighteen hundred 1800 people in that ballroom there. Uh, and my God, uh-huh. they didn't even let Nick Gage, who came to the ring first, barely get to the ring. The love, the respect, uh, just the—I don't know—the the blood-seethingness from the MDK thing, uh was wonderful to see. But you can even see Nick Gage little saying, "Okay, guys, let me get to this ring." <laughs> but just from that entrance alone, it was pretty rad. But. Then you kind of hear a familiar tune uh, from the Woo Woo You Know It and Zack Ryder coming out. Uh, he didn't really come out, but they, they kind of previewed the old Zack Ryder theme there uh, to a chorus of booze. Uh, I would say a lot of swears and uh, just a lot of get lot your of shit swears. out of here.
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, <laughs> and then, of course, Zach, uh, or Matt Cardona comes out, to, trying to come uh, comes out to the ring, and, my God, to start off, it was just, uh, I, I would say, anything and everything you would want as a company uh, like Game Changer Wrestling, where, you know, they, they've been around for, what, I, I would say, at least a minimum of four years, you know, kind of getting gaining some steam you know, from the Joey Janela Spring Break Nostalgia Act that was happening during WrestleMania weekend. A few, uh, did, did, I believe, they did the fourth one but technically it would be within five years since last year's was canceled due to that crazy-ass COVID. But, man, I haven't seen a hostile crowd like this, Ryan, since One Night Stand with RVD and John Cena. And, of course, back yeah. 10 years ago today in Chicago, Illinois, with CM Punk and John Cena. Oh, my God. The crowd was riled. The crowd, I think – if so it was up to them, Ryan was going to take Cardona out themselves right before the bell
2: rang. Now, now I want to ask you this here before you give your thoughts on the on the match here, because obviously I gave mine. I, you know, I went in depth for 15 minutes or whatever. Um, so, what I want to know is is I'm, where am I going? I'm I okay? So I had I had four. No, thoughts. I wasn't spoiled happily. Which is fantastic. Not That's spoiled. even better. So I went four stars on the match. Because, I mean, okay. it was a really good match. It was a notebook match, but it wasn't like... It was... The crowd made it better. Yes. Um, than it was. But but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But the story... But I print,
1: you know, the crowd, yes. But the story... It's a death match. Yes, there were wrestling moves in it. But it's a mainly... It's the story and it's the drawing of heat that Cardona was easily getting like i said just even uh his name on the marquee was garnering boos and swears um
2: well that's no to i would this. yes i i have in parentheses angle of the year huh already huh angle of the year in july fir- first half of the year yeah <laughs> i i truly thought especially when ricky shane page came out and i truly thought he was going baby and i was like hell yes this mm-hmm. is going to be our summer feud and then we saw what happened that i was i was pacing my living room <laughs> i'm like <laughs> ah! oh, <it's> <sighs> i
1: yeah uh, that i i was not expecting that um i was expecting even though i, I would say kudos to the fake out of course, we saw Nick Gage on a fantastic affair-fest night, Two from All Elite Wrestling last Wednesday. We see Nick Gage make his All Elite Wrestling debut there. He's going to be a chapter two in the uh, the pinnacles of Jericho, or whatever, task that they will be uh, there for, for Y2, or not Y2J, sorry, the pain maker uh, to basically get his hands or speak jacket on MJF at a later date, but uh, Nick is kind of making his network television debut that's not on Vice, of course. And when he came out that, that night, I said, oh my god, is he really going to drop the title? Is something, you know, gonna happen where, or, or what's this relationship with GCW and AEW? So, you know, kind of, I, I went into watching the match that way. But with the angle of the year, it just seems like it was a Moxley not available? And that's why they ran with this Cardona thing because that, uh, Moxley and the and, age, and, is this just going to be an AEW feud going forward? Is there any more steam left? Because that could have led to, you know, kind of the, the angle of the year. But I could see how Cardona slipping in taking in and garnering that much heat. Cause we know Moxley would not have, uh, you know, exceeded any of that. If that more cheers than anything into a match like that. Um, yeah, this, this easily could be a, a short term angle of the feud. definitely a contender so far. Of course we have a few months of the, of 2021 left to go, but man, I, I, I just couldn't, uh, when Ricky Shane page kicked him in the dick Oh, and I didn't think he was still going to be with forty four zero. I thought he was going to go on his own. But with him, Drew Parker, all of them, I, I think it'll be be interesting, you know, to to kind of see, especially with the War Games match that, you know, was announced for the uh, All Out weekend. Hopefully, that still goes there. But with the Jericho music, again, I thought he was actually going to show up.
0: Yeah! And that surprised oh, the hell out oh, of me. And I was like,
1: okay. And I was like, here we go. It's going to continue to build in game-changer wrestling. You get Mox, you get Cardona, you get, you know, the, the pain maker. Uh, but again, just a brilliant uh, fake outs by Cardona, the, the mind games, if you will. Even a guy that came in the all-black, uh, you know, suits uh, and a mask like Cardona did when he was faking uh, to be Moxley even showed up and took that hideous brain buster onto the chair. My God, yeah. I thought that guy was legit dead.
2: I was like, well, he just killed a jobber. It's like some trainee's dead.
0: <laughs> Don't forget about it.
2: Forget about that one. See
1: a jobber. But yeah, the um. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild again. You know, Cardona lays them out with what two, three bundles of tubes, nails the Rough Rider or whatever the hell he's calling it now, um, you know, the finish wins the DCW title. And then you get shades of the NWO when Hulk Hogan turned heel and the garbage started flying, Ryan. And oh, I, thought, I thought that's, that you couldn't buy better publicity. You couldn't buy better, you know, news chatter than what happened and that imagery of the pelting of Cardona. As Gage is laying there, and making a garbage angel out of all the debris that's being tossed into that ring for minutes, not seconds, not even 30 seconds. It seemed like two, three minutes tops, which I'm, I'm sure seemed like an eternity for Cardona as he's blocking bottles, some full, some empty, with his newly won GCW championship. <laughs> and... Uh, you say four stars. I mean, if I had to do a, a point system, honestly, I, I would probably go about the four and a half routes. You know, I, I thought the utilization of the weapons were perfectly. Uh, uh, Matt Cardona, you know, kind of slipping out of uh, underneath a giant uh, plate glass sheet uh, as it was connected to four chairs laid out by Nick Gage as Cardona uh, counters Gage on the top and gives him a superplex through that. Of course, light tubes going uh, and banging off heads uh, one by one or bundle by bundle. Hell, even Gage himself to hype uh, hype the crowd, hype the MDK gang, uh, smashing his own noggin with that. But also the pizza cutter galore, not only from Gage himself, but post-match as one got tossed into the ring. Great, great story. Great lead-in to whatever the hell they're going to do. And as I said, Ryan, if they're smart, you keep that belt with Cardona as long as you can have him, because the the nuclear booze and and legit hate that he will get will a sell you more tickets, b get you more fight you know uh, purchases, and c just earn you a whole lot more damn money. And you can excuse <laughs> Nick Gage into a different storyline as they already are doing within Chicago. And, you know, we've been talking about Alex Colon. You know, he had a hell of a 2020, especially when uh, GCW started running shows back in the summer there of 2020. And is he the guy? Is he the guy to essentially be next in line and challenge Cardona right away to reclaim that GCW glory uh, back to its fan base? Or is he the guy you build and wait you know, maybe end of twenty twenty one or maybe possibly WrestleMania weekend of twenty twenty two.
2: I don't know. I, I feel like some I feel like if they can drag it out until spring break you do it. You know? Yeah. I mean um, it,
1: they run events, G C W, but you know, it seems like maybe one or two a month where you could possibly, you know, extend that.
2: So as of right now, I'm looking at the, the Chicago stuff, um, the three cup stuff show is game changer and black label pro that's on the third, yep. which I think that's a Friday. Um, and that is, that's the G Raver Jimmy Lloyd death match. And also the black label pro Midwest title, Alex Shelley defends against Tom Lawler. And then the next night is the art of war games, uh, at Hoffman's state there. Um, no, I don't see anyone announced Did they announce anything for that match.
1: Uh, whoever came out night two uh, versus four four
2: zero shame Page,
1: give me four four zero. Yes, I always get confused with that uh, Denver uh, band three zero three or whatever. Oh yeah, I get, get confused. <laughs>
2: um, I I wonder, I wonder, So I I didn't see the main event and that final angle. That's why I asked. Um, ah, gotcha, gotcha. War Games match. Let's see. Um, let's see. Art of War Games announced uh blah 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 yeah I, I saw drew Parker Jimmy Lloyd come out That I then I um that was as far as I got
1: um, you were like, screw this
2: oh. I was we went to the twins games I was tired those those day games always tire me out I love them, but I just get just being I you know sitting in the sun and stuff I just get tired um let's see here Nick gage okay mance warner Mathis, Matthew justice Alex Colon and Effie came out. Team MDK versus 4 So it'll be Bobby Beverly, hmm. Eric Ryan, Gregory Iron, Eddie Only. Uh what was that? The average six men would take uh, – uh, oh, okay. So it's, it's six on six. Okay, shit. Ricky Shane Page, Atticus Kogar, Eddie Only, Gregory Iron, Eric Ryan, and Bobby Beverly against Nick Gage, A.J. Gray, hell yeah. Mance Warder, Matthew Justice, Alex Cole, and Effie. Let's go. Jesus. It might be I'm... worth it just for that. Um also advertising <laughs> the, the only other workers on the cage match it, No matches but it's says Juventude Guerrera Super Crazy
1: <laughs> Yeah I know Super Crazy There's that weekend He's uh, going to be at the uh, Three Cups Stuffed For sure
2: <laughs> And then uh, Big Game Brunch so far The only people announced are Devin Monroe Minnesota Guy, Effie, Billy Dixon And Ally Catch How
1: do we get tickets? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I want to go see that. It's, I almost want to, like, I, I think you're right. Like, even if we can't go to All Out, we go see those, and maybe we see if they're scalpers. <laughs>
1: you see, fucking w. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Brett Lauderdale and giving them a fucking fist bump. Oh, they're going to Vegas on August 28th, or August 20th. Yeah, GCW so off the rails? before.
2: Ricky Morton versus Effie and Too Cold Scorpio versus Chris Bay announced for that show. What? Chris <laughs> Bay? I'm,
1: let's go. Uh, yeah, Chris Bay. Talk shit. about I like new allegiances.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he sticks because I would love it if Chris Bay worked the uh, Super Junior.
1: I mean, I think they every junior division in all of wrestling, whether it's Puro or actual stateside, could you utilize Chris Bay uh, and, and and draw money? The ultimate
2: finesse,r man. I uh, <laughs> these, these game changer these shows like we're just going to, going for. Hoffman is at the yeah. Grand Sports Arena. Is that by where we were last time? That's where we were. Yep. Yep. Okay. So is it just
1: in Whoa, a different? Whoa! Ninety dollars for front row for the Art of War. Good God. Are you that's, serious? Shit that's already sold out. Yeah. Oh, it was only $90 for first row for that. By
2: the I way. would go. I would drop that in a heartbeat. Uh,
1: everything yeah. is sold out.
2: Oh, there's no, you can't get any tickets.
1: Uh, seventh row ringside is 50. And then standing admission is 30.
2: Oh, we could standing room and then we could assault Nick Gage on his way to the ring.
1: That's. Cool, or we can get
2: ringside. Yeah, we could. I'd, yeah, we could sit there and we just run out of our chairs. <laughs> here's here's the thing. How, they are they gonna gonna a, how are
1: they gonna do a? How they gonna get two cages in in that small arena? I don't
2: know. that what
1: AEW way- said that they you know couldn't do at uh, Saint Paul at the Roy
2: Wilkins. Yeah. With their blood and guts. Yeah. Now. Uh, so this isn't the Sears Center, is this the same one?
1: No, I believe it's something different down the okay. down the road.
2: Okay, got it, got it. Um, but the one thing I think that got me so excited about it, and, and just because I've been, oh, you know, I've been I've been on on this guy for a couple of years now, is I, Richard Shane Page is so good that what he does, that the thought of him turning babyface, the place went nuts. It's exactly what I said is going to happen with mm-hmm. Jay White when he goes baby. Yeah. Everyone's gonna lose their mind because he's so good at what he does. And then he was just like, Ah, psych. And everyone's like, Oh, we hate you so much, RSP <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
2: oh, he's just he's so good at it. And even at the Two-man backyard shows trip, man, he does, that, that uh, totally would have been a good Oh, uh, so like Go. well then, then when he does the uh the backyard shows what he's what he what he wrestles is uh Ricky Crash. And he's like the BMXer and like he's still wearing the same colors but he wears like a BMX Fox racing shirt and he's got like weird pads on and he's got his hair in the ponytail and uh everyone's <laughs> like, Yeah And then when he he's like somebody was like said something about RSP at it and he's like, No And he takes his hair out of the ponytail, he goes, Huh? And then he puts it back in the ponytail, he goes, different gimmick, okay? Takes the hair out of the ponytail, <laughs> different gimmick. Puts a bag in boy tail go different gimmick and everyone's like yeah all right Ricky Page. <laughs> like, I just, I, lo- I love Ricky Shane Page, <laughs> and he's not everyone's cup of tea. Some people can't stand him, but I mean I was I'm a mark for him. And he made How could that you not love a,
1: a character like Ricky Shane Page. Come on.
2: <laughs> and he made that ending just that much better.
1: He's pissed off so many people in his life,
2: so many people,
1: Do including you- Nick Gage. Speaking of that, uh, one more thing Of course, uh, Dave Meltzer Was not a fan of Night One's finish Not because of the title change Or the controversy But essentially the fans Pelting Matt Cardona And GCW's ring with Hella hella garbage, bottles, trash What have you Uh, He tweeted, I'm sure people Will make their lame excuses for it Or say how great the heat was But this crowd reaction was such bullshit and such an embarrassment to the industry. Thoughts, sir? As someone who's been in the industry, who knows how to draw heat, who knows how to get the fans on either side that you want them to be on their technical legend, is Uncle Dave right in this assessment in 2021?
2: No, and I'm going to give you two examples, too. One, I was in a match in... September, I think it was, it was either August 26th or like September 12th or something. It was, it was either one of those shows and it was when we were doing the dynasty and it was the beautiful big boy against the jackal. And that was when TJ was the jackal and he was trying to be the rock. Whoa. And, uh, before letter literacy and me and Jackal. it wasn't Don Callis. No, God, no. There's no truth commission there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no berets and camel, but, uh, me and t j were the first main event of the first ever m c w show, and that was when oh. Demetrius joined the dynasty and we 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 all like screwed over t j and so I, so it had been prolonged from like February until end of august September, whatever that was huge build up for it, and you know i mean I say huge build up is you know a hundred people at these shows, so it's not like it's that big, but there are our faithful knew who was the main baddie and the main good and so that match happened and tj got like an o'connor roll on on b3 and, and snuck out a win after just getting beat up for like 20 minutes and i come walking out with demetrius and uh nbc and jason saint and uh caleb classic and my group comes out and we go oh by the way uh, the jackal, that title match that I that we announced that the winner gets a, gets a title match against me. It's happening right now, and Whoa. we we went and rang the bell ourselves, and the referee like just had this. They just we just had it going, and I charged in the ring and I started just beating the shit out of TJ, and people started throwing shit in the ring, just throwing. I mean, the ring was filling up. I have, I, I have at one point, I have TJ in a sleeper because I kept working the sleeper because he was so dead. The goal was four different sleeper spots after the fourth one he was going to win. And at one point, you see me having him in a sleeper and a giant, like, gallon jug of wa- empty water comes flying in the ring. And I, like, hot and save it with my hand so it doesn't hit TJ in the face. And, TJ, and, like, I'm I'm sitting there, and TJ's like, he goes, this is incredible. He goes, you were right. They're eating this up. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. and they're going to just wait until the end. And then we did the Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, where I got him in the, the sleeper, and he's, he's on his side, and he runs up the rope, and he falls on top of me. And the ref counts one. And he does the arm thing, and then as he's lowering his arm for the third time, the ref manages <laughs> to count me out as TJ's arm hits three, I'm celebrating that I won the title. Uh, NBC is taking his baseball bat, cleaning off the apron because there's so much crap on it. And then they Mm -hmm. announced TJ is the winner. Place goes nuts. His mom, ironically, was in town from Michigan. And we had her go in the ring. And then I told TJ I was going to walk up to him and to hand him the title and then drop it give him the finger and leave. Um, And instead, I actually handed him the title and gave him a hug. And, like, the place went nuts. So, no, that was incredible That was one of the best moments I've ever had in a match Seeing that much That much hatred from people
0: So no is
2: <laughs> wrong Two, Zack Ryder said aside from winning The, winning the IC title at Wrestlemania I Having see. his dad in the ring with him This was, he goes, it's a no-brainer This was number two or three greatest moment My entire career, I've never seen Somebody, re- seen people react the way And I don't care if, you know I'm paraphrasing, but like as unsafe or whatever he goes, that was the most surreal thing I've ever had happen to me. I love it.
1: Yeah. So Meltzer, That's the you're the best wrong. about wrestling is when you can feel raw, real emotion. <laughs> uh or in this case hatred of of you know, a product that, you know, let's be real, what what Cardona did as Zack Ryder, you know, you have to actually give him props and kudos for being a way ahead of the game. Uh you know, him and, and, and let's not forget Morrison and the Miz by adopting and adapting to what YouTube could be to get over. They were doing this shit, what, 10, 11 years ago, when, you know, they were still having just random conspiracy videos on YouTube. It wasn't the the viral marketing, the unboxing, the the Twitch streaming, you know, crazy shit that that's on there, makeup tutorials, uh, videos of families that are not the Hogans, you know, so many different channels upon channels where they were just doing it on their own. And, and I don't get the ire of, of that from, you know, wrestling marks. Yeah. He was the long Island, you know, bro, you know, the woo woo, but that's the character. That's what he knew. You know, it's an, an embellishment of the product of, you, of who you are. That's what makes a a pro wrestler, you know, I would say survive, you know, in this industry is mm-hmm. when you can have a connection good or bad with your audience. And, for for Cardona to, to get that. I mean, there's only three things I remember from from Cardona's career. The I C title, as you stated at WrestleMania, him getting pushed off the stage while in a <laughs> wheelchair bike. Uh during the John Cena stealing Zack Ryder's girlfriend a feud, uh, where Kane just again just keeps demolishing Zack Ryder he as he's clearly in injured. Seven months in a <laughs> row and he still was baby. <laughs> <laughs> and of course what we saw this past weekend at Homecoming Night One. I mean it was it was truly so I, hell, I forgot he was A he was in AEW for a week. Wasn't he on Impact too? Again,
2: I forgot but you know I remember yeah. he's you remember with what Ryan I remember Lear. post
1: GCW.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah he and that's the one thing. That's why like I said to you before, Nick Gage is a, is a mark. He just isn't your typical mark. Yeah. You know, he his favorite wrestler when he started was Shinjiro Otani. Whoa. Okay, this guy, this guy wasn't somebody who grew up as a backyard deathmatch match. Like, you know, oh, I want to be, you know, the the guys that I see on backyard wrestling, you know, he's like, oh, I want to be Shinjiro Otani. And this is just the way they got into it, you know what i mean like in in I was watching this this match uh, i was it was him
1: do you think he watched and, the Champions Carnival this year?
2: Maybe yeah I mean he, he been tight <laughs> if he did <laughs> he's like he's like, I watched it year Otani kick that motherfucker Yuma aoyagi in the face <laughs> What if he, do you
1: do you think Otani's a part of the murder death kill gang? probably do you think he I has, think has a he membership wrestling. card. They wrestled each other at Spring Break Three or whatever. That was the Spring ba- Break match. Was him and Gage? Wow, I remember Otani. Yeah. I do not remember Gage being his opponent. Got to go yeah. check that back out on Fight TV. Um,
2: but like, you know, I watched. It was it was Nick. I can't remember who it was. It was it was it was Nick Gage and somebody against Tom Lawler and Brian Alvarez from uh, Wrestling Observer. And yep. it was like 2019 or whatever and um it was just a normal tag match and nick gage is throwing like german suplexes and shit in the match i was like i watched it yesterday i think is when i watched it german
0: suplexes um
2: so it's just it's where's and, that and from they're the so, joint there's so, <laughs> in the C, in the east block or whatever um <laughs> like it it just shows how smart they are because they know GCW fans are never going to accept this WWF guy. Yeah. WWE guy. When Nick Gage crashed Cardona and Myers podcast thing, those fans booed him to get this guy out of here. And they're like, you don't belong here. Nick Gage, the, the, the those marks, the figure marks. So like they, there's, it's so perfect. And mm-hmm. then they, oh, they, yeah. and then they just, yeah we're pulling the trigger out like how smart was that because i i everybody i think had an inkling that it could happen but it's just you know like i said to you i never thought that it was going to happen the fact is, is that, that he would still be there and i never yeah. thought also um it would be something that they're going to extend past just this one show that was the other reason and then they pulled the trigger do you oh, think great. this was
1: always the case as as kind of going back to my question earlier, with its you know, possibly being Moxley or do you think they were just like, Hey, you know, over the the course of the month, you know, the build up to this has garnered a lot of steam on social media, a lot of views on their YouTube, a lot of chatter on the million wrestling podcasts that are all around the world. <laughs> People were looking forward to this match. Hell, I was like, Ryan. We're gonna buy this. We're not gonna, you know, go through some of our other ways of watching wrestling. Like, you know what? We're gonna purchase this on fight. We're gonna get both nights, and I'm only gonna watch one match, even though I, I definitely did intend to watch at least four. But I was like, you know what? Like I said, it was worth it just to watch the the, the pure emotion from everyone in that building, and then for them, you know, to you know, Cardona just lifting that belt up. And then, you know, also in the ring, doing the Shawn Michaels going down to his knees, holding that belt tight, you know, a la, you know, WrestleMania 12. Just so many, you know, fantastic images. And, you know, from from that matchup. And, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what the cutoff date for the merger awards, uh, which we're presenting later on this week. But uh, I, I assumed it was like June 30th. But we're exceeding into July. I mean, if this was on, you know, if we count the end of July as the the half year, Ryan, is this on your top ten of the year?
2: Uh, not matches of the year, but this is definitely feud or Angle. Like you said, Feuder Angle. Yeah, I mean, I guess your Eric I, I, Angle. I think I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave June as my cutoff. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep okay. it true okay. to the to the um I'm gonna keep it true to the the half years, uh, but yeah i mean this was this was awesome man this was it was just it this was this was one of those moments that you just haven't had in a while mhm you know what i mean like
1: yeah you like, you get the wonderful you know fan reaction i mean i mean definitely with with us witnessing crowds again with uh the shows on mondays Tuesdays Wednesdays, and Fridays it has enhanced i would say the viewing a professional wrestling, you know, not only for us, but, you know, for all the fans across there, even though we we were spoiled and, you know, we we were watching fans out in Japan, you know, since last year. Uh, But this this has a a different, uh, you know, sense of emotion and a rawness where you're just like, yes, give it all to me, where you see show, you know, companies like the WWE, you know, drop the ball on Mondays, pick it up a little bit on, Fridays, you know, and kinda of still have it in that, that halfway length on Tuesdays with NXT. But who knows where the hell Vince is gonna put that company or where that show's gonna be here pretty soon. But I would say Wednesday nights, you know, what we experienced that all in uh, you know, couple years ago here and and what we've seen, you know, pre COVID with the with that rabid AEW fan base. Heck, you thought G C. W. was wild. These are just a uh a bunch of book smart marks, if you will, including us. Uh, but but seeing those fighter fest shows the last few weeks, Ryan, I would say that's been one of the some of the most enjoyable wrestling uh, and storylines that I've, I've I've watched on TV in quite a while.
2: Well, and it's one of those things too, like you mentioned, uh, Monday Night Raw. Like you know, with with how good. I mean, i like. I genuinely liked Money in the Bank. I was surprised. Great you know, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't like the opener. I didn't like the, the main events, but everything in, in the middle was like, oh, I basically what I, didn't
1: you like about the main event.
2: I just thought it was slow and boring and, oh, another barrier broke. And, oh, we got a new show <laughs> out here. And, oh,
1: it's like,
2: oh uh, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, God, it's like 38 minutes or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just I like I don't I can't minutes. tell you I can't tell you one thing about that match that happened. I just can't. And like the women's the women's money the bank match, I'm like, my God, you guys are trying really hard, but this is horrific.
1: You remember like, Asuka
2: in that match?
1: Because I forgot. Was
2: she? Yeah, me too. I didn't see her do anything. And she got and, the biggest pop out of all of them, by the way. And and <laughs> just as expected just as expected she does that shit with the uh the voodoo on zelina vega oh. um and the crowd starts booing Yep. i <laughs> like well could have told you that was gonna happen and then ironically everything we on Raw has been backstage segments with her so they haven't put her on live tv because of it i wonder why it's ghastly it is uh, but, my- but as you mentioned, you know when I like Nancy the ending of the raw, women's
1: of the women's uh, Money in the Bank. I would say that was that was very smart to get Nikki Cross uh, that rub, if you will.
2: I, I thought I thought her climbing up the ladder was was create was was good because that's something that, um, I don't know why like, in real life that's what you do anyway. But they all look like geeks sitting there on the top of the thing. <laughs>
0: All
2: like, cool. Yeah, there's there's six women on three ladders, and she just climbs up behind them like a cartoon character, and they don't even attempt to stop her. They're just like, "Wait, what's happening? Why is oh oh he lost?" I oh, was like, that this... "Adult wearing a mask. What's happening?" <laughs> yeah, it's, why does she talk so very very slow in her promo? <laughs> oh, was, like I'm like, can you finish? She sounds like the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. I'm like, God, this. Is... And then, and then they, and oh my God, and then the entrances. Don't get me, don't even get me going on that. The entrances. There's, there's like, booing for like Tamina and yeah. and Natalia, but nobody in the crowd's mouth is open. I'm like, well, this is already piped in. Like that was, that yeah, was they're quick.
1: piping. It's, it's stupid.
2: I was like, this is, and like, the tag title match was whatever, you know, two and a half or whatever. I I love that they're they finally decisively made somebody look badass with Bobby Lashley because they did that with Shayna Baszler at that chamber, and then they've been too scared to ever do it again. And they're actually pushing Bobby Lashley, so I was really Mm -hmm. happy by that. And Kofi's the perfect guy to do it because he can get that hot start, and then he can just be a rag doll. So it's fantastic, great. Great great, great, great booking. booking. I I loved it. I loved every the 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 SmackDown one you knew was gonna happen because you gotta have him make yeah. he, he can't look one bit weak for that Kane Velasquez shit that didn't work. So you gotta make Velasquez be able to beat up a fresh Lesnar, otherwise you're never gonna be able to sell mm-hmm. it. But this with Lashley was fantastic. He I was like, Let's go, oh, yeah. finally you're booking. This is booking. <laughs> this is strong booking. Um Charlotte and and Ripley surprisingly was really good. Um I was like, a Surprising Damn. double
1: turn, right?
2: Yeah, and by the audience, was, just all behind Charlotte. I I love how she like gave him the finger and told him to suck it, and then on Raw, like, when, and that's that's kind of what got me to this. I mean, I wasn't planning on talking money in the bank, and so I'm going through it so fast. But even the money money in the bank, I went like four and a quarter on it.
1: <laughs> like
2: I thought it was really good, and I thought the right guy won. Let's see if they do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was, like, I was like, damn, these, this is a really, it wasn't like just this, this, like, everything made sense. They built, it, it felt like the old Money in the Banks at WrestleMania when everything kind of went building to something. So I was really excited I, I about gotcha, that. I gotcha, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, like, Meltzer went four and a quarter on Roman and Edge, cool, whatever, 33 minutes and 10 seconds. I couldn't tell you. 33 minutes. I couldn't tell you anything about the match. He probably said to a lot of
1: headlocks. Acknowledge me, Spears. Like barricades, you can never forget barricade spot when you have Edge or Roman Reigns. But when you got both of them in the ring at the same time, I expect two barricade spots for sure. Um, Oh
2: God! And then how many run-ins do you have? Like how much do you have? Are you protecting Edge? For fuck's sake! (laughs) He has four people attack him. (laughs) God, Edge is not a, a, a draw for you. He doesn't move Seth the needles. Reynolds. He he. As we said, he wins the rumble, goes on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and they have their worst show of the year, rating-wise, with them on all three of them, ironically. But does he gets the he gets the cheap pop. Come on. Uh, yeah, for the most and part. all those I, shows,
1: I, and then yeah, I'm, I'm still like skeptical on
2: the piping. There's probably piping and <laughs> stuff, but, <laughs> but I didn't on think day. About that. Um, but I yeah, mean, no, I, I thought the overall show was, was a breeze of a
1: watch. I, I, I like the uh, men's money in the bank, you know, Biggie, you know, capturing the briefcase there as many predicted. Uh, but uh, I'm sure, like myself, didn't think that they were going to pull the trigger on that one. <laughs> agreed. But. Agreed. So uh, know, I was very happy that they did that.
2: And then, as you mentioned, this is kind of why I was alluding to this to, for this there's your one part of your wrestling Ryan rambling roundup that I'll do in a little bit or whatever we got on here. Uh, we'll say that's part of it. But like, then, you know, they have Cena on Raw. They they almost get back to 2 million viewers. Cena pops, like, pops a big number. And then they have the biggest wet fart of a Monday Night Raw I've seen in ages. I mean, Styles is almost as the Viking Raiders has happened like four weeks in a row. <laughs>
1: Well, who would you prefer? Viking Raiders versus Omos and AJ Styles? Or the Viking Raiders versus Ninjas versus a private party or uh, whatever they're called in the Oh e. yeah. Yeah, Whatever they're
2: called in the E. But I mean, like it was it was riddled with the Viking Raiders against Styles, Morrison, Omos, whatever. Jackson now I will say Jackson Riker and Elias, actually I I really enjoyed that. They that was the stiffest WWE match I've seen in ages.
1: I mean was it another what? uh concerto uh map with elias and and sherman what was that the uh with the exploding
2: cello oh Symphony of destruction yeah Symphony that's when the they did that again there was a a part where Jackson Ryder took uh, just like a flat back bump on top of a piano and it was the mm. nastiest sounding thud yeah Meltzer mm. went three and three quarters on a raw match, like I agree it was really good um but I'm then to check that back out. Then it's Natalya the Tamina beat Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler because of Reginald. And then Reginald gets shoved, and Nia kicks him to the curb. And meanwhile, as he gets kicked to the curb, we see uh, Akira Tozawa, the most underappreciated man in this company, run in the ring, and he gets pinned by Reginald. So suddenly he's a babyface for seven champion. And then <laughs> what? he does, like, some, like, parkour thing. Off of the chairs to jump over Drew Gulak, and uh, you get you get Jimmy Smith and Saxon and them going. Well, that was some Cirque du Soleil type of stuff there. And oh, oh god. god! And then he does like a bunch of backflips in the entryway, and now he's your new twenty four seven champion.
1: Did they also show his backstage pass for when he worked for Cirque du Soleil? Just for like, a, <laughs> hey guys, you remember this?
2: This is <laughs> him because he can do this. Oh, they'll probably do that next. So he'll get this is a big piece. I guess Vince loves them, so that's why he's going to
1: Circus Soleil.
2: <laughs> he'll be on TV because Vince. Is I mean, they'll of... be in Vegas. I mean, that that makes sense oh, yeah. as a sponsor. Get so then, it, uh, then uh, in a United States title contenders match, whatever the hell that oh. means.
1: So Seamus uh, has yet to defend his titles since yeah. he won it,
2: and and once again <laughs> he beat Humberto Carrillo for the ninth time. Um, then Bobby then Bobby Lashley does a contenders match too. This this is like the thing though I, I when I went when I told you I was gonna take a nap, I put Ron from Monday and they had a uh-huh. tag title contenders match between Styles and almost against the Viking Raiders again. And then Sheamus had Wait, a contenders. So, these, m- so
1: the champions face their contenders before a chance for that match to happen again?
2: Yes. They Why? also did uh Why? I couldn't tell what you? Is this New Japan? <laughs> then they did uh Oh, and then I did, I stopped watching because I woke back up and it was Nikki Ash and, and uh, Charlotte in a contenders match too, where she cut a promo and she said, "Even Charlotte beats me this evening on Monday Night Raw, I'm still WWE Women's Champion <laughs> going into SummerSlam." Okay, well he just told us you're losing. This idiots. <laughs> um, so that's a triple so, threat now. But then then uh, Bobby Lashley, Keith Lee comes out in his hometown, makes his return. And in six minutes he jobs. Does he lose? Yeah. And then down. and then the next match, uh, Karrion Kross Cross uh comes out for his debut with, with he's wearing the fucking title. And he loses at a minute forty to Jeff Hardy on a banana peel. Yeah, I
1: don't get this I, I've yet to see that that under two minute catastrophe. But could you book more horribly for someone that could be, you know, not the future per se, but could be a game changer, if you will, a new uh coat of paint for that company to, to have a a dominant heel. Well
2: here's that. the problem too, is is he's not the greatest worker. Like he's not a bad worker, but he's he's by no means a great he's got the worker. Lurker. And the the number one thing you that he had going for him was as much as I hate it was that entrance, and he took it away from him.
1: <laughs> just there's like Bobby.
2: No, Bobby. there's no Scarlet Scarlet Bordeaux doesn't manage him. Um, there's no smoke. He just comes out and grinds his hands like an '80s heel a few times. I, it's it's stupid. And then he gets, and then supposedly he was supposed to lose on Monday a second time in a row to Hardy, but then Hardy got COVID
1: covid so then, yep.
2: they, so then they had carrying cross beat keith lee like <laughs> how do you go from one to the other
1: this, i this saw team. that they were wrestling and i'm like who's punishing who here
2: is, like is why this... do
1: you need to punish lee and have him lose two weeks after being off tv for what four months five months yeah, where people one. were
2: legitimately concerned yeah he was so six months remember he was he never showed up at the rumble when we thought he was yeah. one of the three to win yeah So it's it's just like, is this Vince saying to Triple H, I'm punishing you because you failed against AEW with NXT? You're not a brand. You truly are development.
1: It's a little bit of that column, but also I I, I truly think he's out of touch. Like as we reported last show, (laughs) Vince went to, you know, the performance center. Everyone was, you know, walking on eggshells, and he, he saw like one or two people, and it was just like, all right, you know other you know Nick Khan and you know Bruce Pritchard, you you do the rest like he he just doesn't care he just cares about you know what's going to happen and you know essentially all the money that keeps pouring in you know of course the Saudi is rumored to happen uh, in October here depending on you know what what happens within the world as it seems like it's going backward yet again uh, recently here but uh, yeah I I honestly. I think it's a little bit of both. I truly don't think he knows what is happening there. Look, Samoa Joe is doing some of the best work he's done since he was going for the championship many, many years ago while he was on Monday Night Raw, doing some great stuff as the Muscle before William Regal here. Until you know, finally, you know, officially making his comeback. Spoiler alert! Into the ring as he will face and Cross uh, at Takeover Thirty Six the day after SummerSlam here. Uh, but it's just like, how does the match even matter if Karrion Cross, your NXT champion, is getting pinned under two minutes to uh, <laughs> the ten-year anniversary of victory? Room?
2: And and I mean, let, let's not forget he told these these people they need to come back and have practice, and then and look Bailey. Look at Bailey why do they need to come back and practice they're still wrestling every week in the the, the, the thunderdome <laughs> yeah
1: even reason why they can't practice he killed all the territories thanks vince
2: yeah so it's just womp. you know they go from having a um a good little show a good little pay-per-view um to having their first live crowd fans back with on raw and they just drop where them the hell have out. you been <laughs> I, I, even the crowd was like What? Uh, Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Give me all
1: your money.
2: Meanwhile, two days later, in the same city. Yeah. In in Lance Archer's hometown, he beats John's Moxley for the IWGP US title. Main events. It's just it's it's night and day
1: difference.
2: Night and day difference between these two companies. I'm I'm so glad you're you're, you're watching more Dynamite uh, more regularly now, because I was like God I ho- I don't want to keep sounding like a broken record when I keep talking about how great it is.
1: No, it was legit those Fighter Fest episodes. Some of the smoothest and best like wrestling television, uh, from storylines to surprises to hey, there's Tommy N to hey, here's Andrade with Chavo Guerrero. It's a, hey, you know, we got Emmy Sakura back full time. Like, they are making it the Genie, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone yeah. is just coming back. But yet, Nyla Rose is still getting women title matches, injuring and breaking the wrist of the champion. I no. They still need a lot of help. You know, they they officially bought out the contract uh, from the NWA of uh, Thunder Rosal, so now she is all elite. Yep. Uh, I you thought know, so I mean they're they're slowly building. Anna Jay is going to be coming back uh, if she's not back on YouTube already. Um, so I think they're 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 getting things in line with their women's uh, with their women's wrestling. So I think this is going and, to, to be, be fair, a lot of fun for them.
2: To be fair, too, the Nyla Rose thing was we we once Baker beats Hikaru Ishida, she's going babyface because she's stupid over. So who's somebody that she'll get booed against that we can do a quick program with? Mm. It's the whole reason that happened.
1: But we've seen it time and time again since the inception of all elite wrestling. But I
2: also don't think it's going to continue now. I think it was, we just need to get her over real quick Mm -hmm. as the baby. So the people will know to boo her. Now we can move on. Because you're not going to put her in there with Jade Cargill already. Jade Cargill's not ready. And when you do put her in there with Jade Cargill, she's winning. So like man, I can't doing... wait for
1: that match. The promo exchange for, between those two is gonna be,
2: great. <laughs> you know, and, and once again, how smart they are with um, uh um, you know, Jane Cargill as an example, or Anthony Agogo. They know mm-hmm. what they have in some of these people, and they do enough to get them on TV so you won't forget them. But then they don't rush them. They let them grow. They let them develop. They let them get better. It's just, it's so, it's so refreshing because they understand how to book things. You know, they understand how to, how to let things organically happen.
1: Like, Hey, we know she's going to
2: be a star. So let's just wait mm -hmm. on her.
1: Not only, and I agree with that, you know, wholeheartedly, but also what, what sets them apart, Ryan, is their willingness to play with others. As we mm-hmm. know, the forbidden doors have been kicked open, and guess what? There was a little door kicked open, Ryan. Uh, I believe at Slamiversary, yeah, Jay White making that crazy, outlandish uh, re-debut was he? I know he was with Ring of Honor on his excursion. I don't know if he's ever made an impact sighting before, but my God, how cool was it to hear and see Jay White walk down? to, you know, a, I would say a uh, a Kurukin Hall-sized audience, you know, at the Impact Zone, uh, but for him to kind of just stare down and see that Bullet Club, you know, brethren, and then for him to say, you know what, we're going to need a new member, you know, and he's going to talk trash on the Good Brothers, on Kenny Omega, and says he is the true belt collector, and as he brings in, as we mentioned, Chris Bay. Yeah, to now become a member of Bullet Club stateside. to so then, hopefully, like you said, bolster their uh, Super Junior uh, tournament this fall here. And uh, you know, obviously, he's not going to be a part of the uh, the Junior Tag League that was just announced, I believe, the 5 or 16. <laughs> Gato's in it? CKD. Gato and... Uh, <laughs>
2: 2020, <in> the... <laughs> 2019, <you> go. 2018. <laughs> God, it's like... I, I do like the the Bullet Club's cutest tag team. Have you seen that shirt? Yes. Yes, I have.
1: That was fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to Tazi Shimori and, and El Fantasimo for yeah. that El Fantastico shirts.
2: And you know what else is great, too, not to kind of last thing about the AEW part, is they book ahead. They're like, And don't forget, in two weeks or three weeks, we're going to be back in Daly's place. Miro's yep. going to find the TNT title against Lee Johnson. And also Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Like they're like, so now you're like, ooh, I got something to look forward to in three weeks, you know? Yes. Yeah. It it's just, it's smart, but no, yeah. Uh, do well, so. It, it, I had Slam Anniversary, part of the Rapid Wrestling Roundup there. It's, <laughs> depending if you wanted, I, I have the ROH Best in the World as well.
1: The one uh, match I will say that I did uh, go out of my to watch um, was from Warrior Wrestling from a, a weekend ago. Uh, Jonathan Gresham Davy Richards. A uh, good return of form for Davy Richards in a not the most technical masterpiece type of match, but a match that I respected the hell out of and was really excited to see uh, 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 Richards back into the ring. And once they kind of got each other's groove, groove about halfway, it was a, a nice uh, back and forth song and dance. So definitely a, a very uh, technically sound match that, that I was happy I was able to watch. Um,
2: also, um, I'm just trying to find where I had it written down. Uh, I watched the MLW Battle Riot 3 uh, that was That's on. No, Battle oh, Riot.
1: Was, was that World yeah, War
2: 3? Um, uh, battle Riot is the, the big 40-man battle or 41-man battle royal where the Y-41. winner gets a uh, uh, world title shot of their choice. And the whole big setup was uh, was Contra, all the guys in Contra. Uh, the Sentai yeah, Death Squad Soldier one. 1 and 2. Um, who else in there? Davari was in, er, in there. So yeah, the Super Death Squad, Sentai Death Squad Soldier 1 and 2, Davari um, Simon Gotch. Um, uh, I'm trying to go through, trying to find all my notes here, uh, on there. Well, oh, is, uh, not a full timer, but
1: he's getting into some feuds and storylines and impact. I just saw him. And, uh, he's going for some tag straps against, uh, Joe Doring, the fan of the show and, uh, Kobe Diener. I'm assuming I always thought it was Diener, but, uh, he's teaming. I don't know with someone, I forgot who it just was, but, uh, Going for some impact gold there, Ryan. That's
2: pretty good. Hey. Cool. Yeah, Kachar though, that's the big uh, Jacob Fatu faction. Yes. They yes. um and they uh I, I don't know why I can't i I'm not finding my notes that had some of the I think Kevin Koo and Kit Osborne might be inside of it as well. Um and the big the whole big thing was they were their whole job was to make sure that um Alex Hammerstone did not win the whole tournament. And uh, Joseph Samail from, from the from the Contra and Alex Hammerstone were the last two in which Alex Hammerstone eliminates him and wins uh, the Battle Riot match, uh, which also had Sabio Vega, Quang, and the Blue Meanie in it. <laughs> Wait, Vega pulled double duty? yeah he was both him and yeah great. richard holiday got like hard weighed against king merca's in their the IWA caribbean heavyweight title match so they had to pull him out of it <laughs> so he, he wasn't in the match um but it was it was a fun little match i was having a good time with it uh davy richards was number one tjp was Ooh. out there early uh Tom Lawler got dumped out, and everyone was all laughing at him because he's a big heel, too. Um, And then L.A. Park comes out. His two sons are the tag champions. And um, L.A. Park gets his mask ripped off, and it's actually Tom Lawler. And they're like, what the hell are you doing back in here? So then he gets dumped out again. (laughs)
1: Oh, Lawler.
2: And then we that's saw crazy. Injustice and the Latin American Exchange. Wait, did he put like a food. pillow underneath that bodysuit? Because, I mean, no, I he
1: part. Like he's, he's a pretty big dude.
2: That's why he immediately got thrown out because they were like, they looked at him all weird and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it was a hot little opener. Uh, our, uh, Jordan Oliver, Myron Reed, Injustice came out and got into uh, – uh what is his name? Uh, Dario Cueto from Lucha Underground, because they do Azteca Underground mm-hmm. now. Um he got they got in his face asking for a tank shot and uh Jordan Oliver's running his mouth and Myron Reed gets in his face and Cueto steals the microphone. He looks at Myron he goes, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> i was like, oh! That was like the first two minutes of this show. I was like, Well, here we go. <laughs> then we saw uh Rivera and Slice Boogie with Julius Smokes and Conan, the Latin American Exchange come nice. out. <laughs> And, oh, uh, they're back? Nice. Yeah, but it's just, it's not, obviously not Santana and Ortiz, but, uh, and they're they're asking for a match, and Jordan Oliver starts talking smack, and he's, he's calling, uh, he calls uh, Cody just a clout chasing clown, and um, <laughs> he looks at Rivera, who's Danny Limelight, and he's like, he's like, unfortunately for you guys, we're the ones that stay in the limelight, everyone's like, oh, because uh... he played off a little gimmick.
0: So that sounds kind of fun
2: um but it was it was a fun little show it was at the 2300 the old ECW arena um, oh really yeah it was so it was fun it was it was a nice little show um i enjoyed it so uh, waiting for that dragon gate relationship mlw get on it <laughs> um dragon uh, you know i'm gonna wait on this one because we can, we'll use that to lead in uh roh best in the world i don't believe we talked that yet did we that was after the uh, last no. show correct um kind of go through this real quick uh briscoe's uh defeated pj black and brian williams brian williams guys keep your eye out for him he's my next daniel garcia he's this guy this guy's great on the mic watch out for him uh ec3 defeats flip gordon with two and three quarters uh shane taylor promotions shane taylor Khan and moses defeat dalton castle eli isom and Dak draper uh, oh. A lot of a lot of animosity between uh, Castle and Isom. Pretty good back and forth with them. Uh, with three and a quarter on that. Josh the Goods Woods defeats Silas Young in the Silas Young Specialty Last Man Standing match. Went three stars on it. He gave a German off the apron through two tables on the floor, which is Oof. disgusting. But Oof. that was the first <laughs> time Silas Young has ever lost the Last Man Standing match. You know why, right?
1: No, he's why? He's the last
2: real man alive.
1: Oh He's not going to lose a last-man really standing
2: good. match. <laughs> but he finally does Josh Woods, the goods. Um, and then in a match that was done just like Lashley and, and Kingston, but way better, uh, Brody King via two Gonzo bombs in, the, in a little bit longer of a squash, went three and a half, defeats Jay Lethal. Just oh, annihilates really? the shit out of him. It was awesome. Um wow. It was it was it was really good. It was really good. Um, and then was was at this point three and three quarters of a match of the night. ROH Pure Title. So uh, for those who don't know Pure Title, uh, you get three rope breaks and then you can't use the ropes anymore. You get a twenty count on the floor. More pure wrestling base uh, via a knee a knee bar ankle lock combination. Jonathan Gresham defeats Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett looked
1: wow. Awesome.
2: He was fantastic in this match
1: what uh, was, what 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 changed it i mean was, was it just the mike bennett of old uh, was, when he was I a part know. of uh, the petrol or whatever gimmick they were or...
2: i had no no expectations going in on it
1: and okay.
2: i left it was like that was really good <laughs> i really mm. liked it
1: was marina um, then, uh, maria with him or is she no she's like the, the head of the
2: women's division so they okay. kind of promo about the women's tournament. Chelsea Green shows up, say, saying she's now in ROH, but she can't be in the tournament because of her wrist. Mm. Um, uh, then uh, Dragon Lee uh, via the Incinerator uh, regains the TV title, defeating Tony Deppen. I went four stars on this. This was awesome. Uh, oh, Deppin hung Deppin with Deppin Dragon lost. Lee. He hung the whole time though, and I I kind of figured as much because he was just Lee was the champion. He got stripped of him, so I knew he was going to go back to him as the placeholder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in an awesome, awesome turn, uh, the foundation—Titus and Jonathan Gresham—that uh, that whole that whole unit. Uh, Tracy Williams obviously got literally hit by a car, so he wasn't medically cleared to wrestle. Like he legit got hit by a car, mm. like 24 hours before that. Like, I don't even know why he was at the building. So Ret Titus needs to get a partner, and Jay Lisa got annihilated by Brody King, so he's no—he's not going to help Gresham. Literally 20 minutes before this, beat Mike Bennett. He asks him. He agrees. Gresham says, "All right, Rhett. You know, whatever. I'll be your tag partner." They defend the tag titles against Violence Unlimited members Chris Dickinson and Homicide. And Homicide uh, via the 187. I'm Jonathan Gresham, who, because of how tired he was, was the weak link. uh, Dickinson, Homicide, the new Ring of Honor tag team champions. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) is awesome
1: wow talk about murder death kill gang
2: jesus <laughs> and then in a sprint 15 minute match 10 minute match or something uh four and a quarter bandito defeats roosh to become the new ring of honor world champion
1: <laughs> wow it was awesome this wow is a really
2: good show it's a really Rush good show roosh
1: to AEW rumors watch out
2: <laughs> um that the slammiversary which we kind of brought up uh fire and flavor losing the tag titles to the Decay, Havoc, and Rosemary. Um, two and a quarter I went. Uh, four and a half. This 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 was really, really good. Uh, Ultimate X, Trey Miguel, Athos, and Josh Alexander, Chris Bay, Rohit Raju, and Petey Williams. They, they ran a lot of really good stuff where Rohit Raju was too short to grab the cable standing on the top rope. So at one point he takes a rope – and throws it over the X on the cable, pulls the other side down, pushes them together, and starts climbing it like he's in a high school gym. (laughs) And and everyone's like popping hard for this. Um, And then they had some more crazy gimmicks like that that they did.
1: Um, What's crazy is like those type of matches, the X Division matches, the Money in the Bank matches. Uh, It's kind of akin to like the Slam Dunk contest where you see it so many times where you're just like, well, what else new? can they do? And then you see something, you know, surprising, surprising like that, and you're like, ah, it works. you can continue these matches. But,
2: and it helps because the, unlike the Money in the Bank, the Ultimate X, they don't do every week. You know what I mean? They don't do the ladder mm-hmm. match. They don't <laughs> do Ultimate X. Which else, but but it's, that's exactly what it kind of is. You know, it's like their version of that. Um, yeah. So then uh, another spot where, I don't remember, somebody was on somebody's shoulders and Petey Williams, it like, gets swung while he's, he's hanging from the X, and he, he starts falling towards the canvas vertically, but manages to land on top of, I think, Chris Bay, who's on Josh Alexander's shoulders, and gives him a destroyer falling from the rope off of Alexander's shoulders. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> then there was another spot where, like, um, Josh Alexander is, is shimmying across the X, and he's getting punched and punched, and he now he's hanging upside down from the X. And um, like Austin's got Trey Miguel in a, in a some kind of a submission, and Bay then puts him in a submission. Then Rohit Raju gets in a submission, and then like Pete Williams like suplexes him backwards. And as he suplexes him, Josh Alexander catches I think it was Rohit Raju by his leg. And then Raju okay. reaches over and puts Petey in a chin lock. And then Josh Alexander has Raju hanging uh, while he's hanging upside down in an ankle lock.
0: So oh, he's wow. got him in an
2: ankle lock while his body, like instead of just dangling from the ankle lock, he's got Petey in a chin lock who then is working over a submission all the way to the turnbuckle. It was, it was so like unrealistic, but it was so sweet. <laughs> and then uh, Alexander let's go. Which causes Raju to fall over Which pulls Petey over Causing the pile Alexander sits up and takes off the X and, uh, After fighting with Chris Bayfort and gets the win
1: Is he one of the most Under I don't even want to say underrated But the underrated wrestler conclusion. Of all of professional wrestling Over the last I don't know Two, three years I mean, Incredible tag run uh, You know part of the North with, you know, all ego, Ethan Page there, uh, Uh, I think uh, held the tag team championships, I think longer as a unit, more than any tag team in all of, you know, wrestling history is, if I remember hearing that correctly, but, but also run, you know, in the X division, you know, ever since there were uh, the North were forced to break up uh, as uh, Ethan Page is now in AEW, but Alexander, just the stuff on the, you know, Indies that I've seen, uh, you know, especially you know uh, AW and, and whatnot out in Chicago, but just you know, and, and stuff on Impact that I that I have seen is never disappointed. Always think this guy could be it. Has that Timothy Thatcher you know type of vibe there? But I think this guy you know not only could be the face of Impact, but I think this guy could be utilized in any company and be forced to be reckoned with. But I don't think there's too many people that know about him, Ryan. So do you think he's probably the most underutilized or underappreciated wrestler in all of wrestling at the current moment?
2: I mean, maybe like, I, I think he's good. Like he's going to make my most improved. I think I really do. Um, He's just, he, you know, he was put in a spot and he stepped up and he's made the best of it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I I, I don't wanna say for sure. Um, but I think there's a chance that he could be the guy that they're grooming to beat Kenny.
1: Ah. ah. And I don't
2: and I wouldn't be mad about it at all. Were there uh
1: sprinklings of that, you know, or or just, you know, kind of yeah, I mean that, that wouldn't be bad. You already, you know, had your Sammy Callahan's and your your Eddie Edwards's, is your Moose's uh and a few other contenders so far so i mean that would be you know thinking out of the box but also you know continue to push a guy that that has served that company you know for for the last couple of years in tremendous ways
2: and and that's one of those things too where like you know if you really really break it down they're, they're well, really isn't there they really is there to the throne exactly? because
1: anyway. yeah, exactly.
2: you're, you're you're 100% right so I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I mean, like you, you know, you mentioned the Moose and Callahan and and Rich Swan, and you know, I uh, I can't remember who's next, who's facing next. Uh, um, I thought they You know, I thought they might have announced it. There's there's another thing coming up with it where there could be, but um, then we get Brian Myers and Tenille Dashwood are defeated by Matt Cardona and X X was Chelsea Green, which um. It was... <laughs> Did she say like, she couldn't wrestle in that
1: women's tournament? and then? Yeah, I think this? this was
2: taped before that.
1: Ah.
2: Um, but, <laughs> but, like, uh, Scott DeMore is like, Matt Cardona's partner is a hot mess. You know, that's her gimmick. Yeah. And Matt Stryker's like, who is he talking about? And, and he and, and they're like, and then he's like, it's a surprise for his ex-girlfriend on that other team there. And he's like ex-girlfriend, hot mess. Who could this be? And it's like, oh, God, God. Come, just calm down, Matt Striker. It's not very hard. To be the
1: smartest dick in the room, apparently he, yeah. uh, you know, is it's all bright there.
2: And, and she wins with a. I haven't literally written down just because it's it's so egregious to write down. Green via cast to to the vagina and unprettier to Dashwood. So she oh, gives Theo Dashwood a low blow with her cast and then hits the unprettier. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what happened. Uh, so oh. I went two and a half on that, whatever. Uh, then uh, W, I almost said Will, but no, W Morrissey uh, defeats Eddie Edwards. I went three stars. Morrissey's been really good in impact. Looks Jack cuts a, a damn good promo. Yeah, big calves is, I'm, Heard I'm nothing but positives um, Then in an unannounced match Madman Fulton and Mahalabali Shira Come out pissed off that they weren't allowed to be out For Ultimate X And uh, Scott Damore says well, well, we'll give you some action then if you want it And it's the return of Finn Juice David Finley and Juice Robinson yeah. uh, Finley, the, uh, the assistant Dudley Dog uh, To pin Mahalabali Shira No, they won As in. <laughs> then uh, Chris Saban, the O'Connor roll defeats Moose. Maybe Saban's wow. going to get a shot at Omega, which would be fun. That'd be a good match.
1: I've seen crazier sh** happens. <laughs> that would be good.
2: Uh, then uh, Violent by Design, Joe Doring and Rhino defended the tag titles against Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Uh, Fala ba and No Way and uh, the Good Brothers. And I say No Way because he was not No Way Jose. He was just No Way.
1: I heard he was mentioned to be No Way Jose a few times during the break. Yeah, they're
2: like, They're like, No way said Jose on that one. <laughs> like, shut up, D. L. Nope. Um, and <laughs> Doc Gallows, uh, via punt kick or jacuzzi kick or whatever, pins Rhino as the Good Brothers regained the tag title somehow. They just seem to <laughs> sneak their way into <laughs> cool, works hard, but Gallows doesn't give a shit. He just keeps winning. Um then what probably my second or third favorite match of the night. I should say third favorite. Uh Diana beats Thunder Rosa via the, uh, with the Queen's Gambit. Great match. Great match. Um I I mean it was it was a nice surprise. Wow from Thunder Rosa. Line. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was good. They you know Praza looked really good too, which is awesome. Good, good. Um and then the main event Kenny Omega defeats Sammy Callan I went four and quarter via one wing angel on thumbtacks. Kenny worked the Callahan match and it was awesome. Um and then after it was over, Jay Any White. Sparklers ringside or no, no. Did they make some
1: myths on, on that? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh then Jay White comes out after and uh he says, Look, I'm here for David Finlay. Not a bullock of war and then Finley charged the ring and then Jay White took him out. Uh, and then on impact, he came out and uh, when the good brothers were like, Hey man, you should join us. And he's like, no, I'm here for Finley. And he's like, come on, you gotta, you gotta do it. You want to be with the best. And he's like, Carl Anderson, he goes, uh, he's like, I'm what you wish you could have <laughs> been. You peaked at the 20 or 2012 G1 final against Okada. That's yeah. as far as you ever got. And and I was like, Oh, look at him. Good promo work. Good promo work. <laughs> he doesn't,
1: them in that pro I, I watched that uh at work during my my little break there and uh i i was very pleasantly surprised as, as he was cutting them down uh you know and, and then how he brought up hey your champion your belt collector uh the last time we were in the ring together i was the one who picked up the w so maybe i truly <laughs> will be the belt collector and, uh, yeah, just setting up something really well done, which, you know, as you alluded to earlier, you know, that it, it seemed like a face turn. <laughs> you know, the crowd was definitely there for him. But, no, uh, he definitely showed that side of the switch play. We're a little, you know, a lot different than what we used see in New Japan. We're a little bit more confident, a little more, you know, uh, out, outstanding uh not outstanding, Um, you know, just kind of uh, out-talking, you know, the heels, if you will, and just kind of putting them in their place. So it, it was kind of cool to kind of see what could be uh, when he does eventually turn over in Japan. Or, you know, he's got that house in Florida, as they stated, that, that nice charter home. So who knows what company that we'll see him with next. But <laughs> very happy to see Jay White, you know, kind of make the rounds and make the seem to be, uh, bigger than he is uh, especially when he calls out how he's a disappointment to the family and <laughs>
2: um, so that leads me to the other show on this rapid roundup as we talked, ROH, Sunversary MLW, uh, the 7-9 last big Cork and Dragon show, now I know we we're, we're preview Kobe world we still have Punk and Danielson you want to talk about Yes. Um, do you want to go into Dragon Gate right now and then we if we want, we talk Punk and Danielson, or, or we shelf it for the award show, or we just do both. Because I'm fine with whatever. I just, I, I don't want Dragon Gate to get kicked. out. Like, I want Dragon Gate to get the time it's deserved that it's not getting. But that's okay.
1: I, let's let's dive right into.
2: Uh oh. Did we lose you? He said, "Let's jump right into." Oh no the Queen master has been defeated. Oh and I totally forgot I wanted to play this too. Well, I really don't know how
0: to it I guess I love
2: you during the uh the Ryan wrestling rambling roundup, I wanted this to be the background theme. little Ken Oka action I totally forgot. <laughs> um, so what's going on Dragon Gate Corkin Hall, seven nine 21. Uh this was a fun show, a nice little nice little go home. They're still running some of these smaller little house shows. Um, but this was the final Corkin Before four uh Kobe World. Man I need to book ten oka in the summer I think. I
1: was the Alice back. So with that music.
2: I, I totally uh I totally forgot I wanted to play this in the background during the Ryan's and Ramblin' roundup. <laughs> Let's
0: play a little kid. Whoa, whoa.
2: No, uh, um, okay, okay. Uh, but this is the final cork and going into Kobe World. Uh, opening match, we have seven-match card here. Takashi Yoshida and Problem Dragon defeat Punch Tominaga. And Ho-Ho Loon, uh, Yoshida via Jackhammer on Tominaga with two and a half on that bad boy. Uh, match of the night for me. Uh, the team of B.B. Hulk, Kaito, Ishida, and Kazuma Sakamoto defeating the Natural Vibes team of King Shimizu, U.T. and Funky Jackie Kamei with Ishida, uh, pinning Jackie Kamei via Tiger Suplex. I oh. uh, went four and a quarter. Notebook match was fantastic. Uh, three and a half on this next match, uh, we see um, the the team of high-end Dragon Kid, Kaisuke Okuda, Kagatora, and Ben K. Teaming with brother Yashi. Uh, As they take on Don Fuji, Ryo, (laughs) Saito, Yasushi Kanda, Kenichiro Arai, and Gamma. uh, Yashi via German suplex pin on Yasushi Kanda with three and a half. Fun, fun little match right here as we get Kota Minora uh, defeating Masaki Mochizuki in a one-on-one via gong. Uh, three and Ooh. three quarters. Mochizuki even at the end is just kicking Minora, trying to fight him off, and Minora just walks through the kicks and just picks him up and hits him, hits the Tiger Bomb. Uh, I was like, damn, that was tight. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect way to do that there. Um, then we get uh, Masquerade, uh, the team of Shun Skywalker, Jason Lee, Dragon Daya, and La Estrella. Defeat the, or excuse me, are defeated by the Red Team of Eita, Espy, Kento, Diamante, wow. and Daya Inferno. Uh, so they Inferno, must not have
1: done the uh, the entrance then, meaning masquerade. <laughs> I mean, they because they aren't to do all that if they're, if they're coming out with an L.
2: So, so Daya Inferno took one of the six man tag titles and jumped off the middle rope and hit a cone breaker on Dragon Dya with the belt on his knee for the finish. Nice, which was a cool little cool little uh finish i was like dang that's gonna hurt if they didn't <laughs> they didn't protect them there on that one um and then what ended up having um a little bit of uh inkling uh, a, a little bit of uh a little bit of that word i was looking for tying up with this next match we get the the shachioko boy speedstar finale as uh shachioko boy masano Yoshino naruki doi Uh, Three stars lose to the National Vibe teams of KZ, Susumu Yokosuka, and Ginki. KZ being sliding uh, with a uh, sliding euro on Shachioko, boy, to get the win, which then we see the return of Shuji Kondo, Toro Owashi, and uh, Takuya Sugawara as they they come out, and in turn, they're going to tag with Brother Yashi and Masato Yoshino in these 10-man tag team speed star final countdown in Kobe. Um, on Kobe World. So that made me happy because I thought they were going to come out and get a six-man tag title shot or something. I was like, Yeah, oh, no, I love Shuji Kondo, but I don't, I don't care about the other stuff. Uh, then the main event. Is that no an elimination
1: low- match, or is that just a random ten-man? Uh,
2: I believe it's just a ten-man.
1: I don't Man. think it's an elimination. The names
2: on, on each side, I'm
1: just like, yeah. what? Yeah, we'll get, that's
2: going to be fun to get into that <laughs> one. Uh, then uh, I went three-and-a-half Yamato beats Kai. I should have went higher. It was better than that. Um, And then in the thing that I told you scared me after death really happened after the match was over, Yamato said that I am going to challenge the winner of the Dreamgate match from night one um, on night two. I'm like, no, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't, I either don't want the run to end or I don't want the new guy's run to end the the day next day. Um, So that was the, the Dragon Gate Corquin Hall show, uh, which leads us to, uh, I got the cards right here. Night 1, July 31st. Starts at 2 a.m. I, uh, I was an hour off. Uh, Kenichi Oryo, Sushi Kanda, and Kness. Well, so it'll, start at 1230 will be the pre-show, so that's when some of these matches okay. will be on. Uh, they take on Super Shisa, Mama Ichikawa, and Shachioko Boy. Uh, Masaki Mochizuki, Don Fuji, and Ryo Saito taking on B.B. Hulk, Kai, and Kyo Watanabe. Ooh. Eight-man it tag team. take the fall. I knew it. I mean, he might. Or Saito. Maybe Ryo Saito yeah, yeah. Or Don Fuji. No, Fuji's not taking a pin. No. That's what I'm thinking. Um, then, Eatman Tag, Takashi Yoshida, Yosuke Sankamaria, UT, and Funky Jackie Kamei in that kind of a mixed natural vibes team taking on Gama, Ben K, Problem Dragon, and Punch Tomonaga. That's just a randomness what team. Really... What we want to see
1: is somehow <laughs> in a spot. I agree. I agree with... With that, uh, Kame is going to take a wicked, wicked spear from Ben Kay somehow, right?
2: Yes, I, I, would, I would. Like he's going to do
1: a like a three eighty in the air after he gets speared by Ben K randomly, and it's just that's going to be his spot because hair going to move in midair as he falls, and people are going to get hyped because it's all about the uh, the hair of Funky Yeah.
2: <laughs> He is going to uh, do one of the Jackie Chan stunts from Police uh, Academy <laughs> to get out of
1: despair. <laughs> okay,
2: that could work too. Uh, and then this has got me excited. So the uh, the two or the um, the first six man is the dark match. The second one looks like it's the opener. Uh, third match on the card: special singles match. <laughs> Ota menorah versus Aita.
1: The Rock is side on the back up. of one Costa Nora on this match.
2: That's Oh, crazy. man, sign me up. Uh, then we get the open the triangle gate match. This should be fantastic. SB Kento, Diamante, and Dia Inferno against Dragon Dia, Jason Lee, and La <laughs> Juicy.
0: New
2: then- Ch- I, I mean, I, I can see it happening. I definitely can see it happening. You know, they, they want their gold back. They want all the gold. Diamante is going to
1: give a hell of to world back breakers to Austria, I call so it right
2: now. That's like my new favorite thing is I just want to see these guys work each other because every time they get better with each other, it's <laughs> so good. And that's just, God, is, Alex, I'm, this show's going to be fantastic. Both of these, man. Uh, that's only match four matches, the by the way uh kaisuke okuda defends the open the brave gate against yes, genki, genki. this is probably genki's last big match but damn it this is gonna be fun it's still gonna be fun
1: kick sleeper holds half body scissors and a bungee cord that is gonna go from the ring <laughs> to the stage that's gonna just piss okuda off
2: until so he makes genki
1: go to sleep asleep. but it's still gonna be fantabulous
2: when they're 10 minutes into the match and they have a crazy stretch and Genki hits the backslide from heaven, it's going to give uh, me the biggest false finish of the night. <laughs> so uh, then the match I mentioned, 10-man tag team, Speedstar, Final Countdown, and Kobe, Masato Yoshino, Kondo, Toru Orashi, Brother Yashi, and Takuya Sugawara taking on Ultimo Dragon, Naruki Doi, Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Kagetora. I love that Doi's on the other side of the match. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Twin Gate title might be my tag team of the year right now. Kickboy, Kaito Ishida, and Kazuma Sakamoto <laughs> defending against Tsubuya Yokosuka and King Shimizu. This is going to rock.
1: Ooh, yes, it will. Yes, indeed. I love the King Shimizu uh, gimmick, the Rikishi, if you will. And I, I think this is going to be pretty damn fun. Uh, I don't know. Though. Is, is Shimizu? No, they, they can't with the traps. It'll be fine.
2: Retention. Main event, Shin Skywalker defends against the King of Gate winner, KZ. And then we move over to night two of the tournament. Not a full card yet. This is just the updated card. Um, But we have the Open the Brave Gate match where the winner of Genki and Okuda takes on Kagatora. And then, as I said, the thing that made me nervous, Brother Yoshi Shuji Kondo, and Toru will be getting a Triangle Gate title match against the winners from the night before. Mm-hmm. And then the winner of the tag title match, please be Sakamoto and Ishida. Take on uh, Dragon Kid and Ben K. That's good. If we can get Ishida, Sakamoto, Dragon Kid, Ben K, I am yoked. And uh, Then either Shin Skywalker or KZ against Yamato. And what I've been saying the whole time, Masato Yoshino retirement match. Masato Yoshino, Naruki Doi, Speed Muscle, Yoshi taking on BB, Hulk, and Eita. I've been saying it's going to come down to Yoshino and Eita the whole time, and I am going to say it right now. Yoshino is going to give Eita Sol Naciente, and that is going to start the turn gonna... of R.E.D. turning on Eita and his big face run.
1: Wow.
2: Wow. And then he's going to, he'll be able to start a stable. It'll be Eita, Naruki Doi, uh, Takashi Yoshida, uh, Yosuke Santa Maria, and um, I mean, you can put you know whoever you want in there to be the pin guy. You can put Don Fuji in there, or something. But yeah, but that's what he's I think a filthy
1: animal in the other promotion. How is how is he going to deal with both sides there? That's okay.
2: But Paraguay, or, uh, not Paraguay, the sour guy can lick my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I'm I'm so excited. I am so utterly excited for this. It's going to be such a good flipping show,
1: um, and it'll be, even be better if I'm able to uh, to make it out.
2: Yes, yes, um, and this the second show. Uh, it's, it starts at uh, three o'clock, Japanese in Japan, so midnight our time. Pre-show will probably start at ten thirty um, that night. So, be fantastic. Got to figure out. Yeah, if you can make it out, we can get the, we can watch these. Like I'm, I, I will avoid spoilers as need be. Uh, Summit is on Friday, and then I got the kid till Sunday. But we can figure out a way to do something while he's potentially here. We'll see how it all works out. Um, but I'm excited, man. This is going to be really good. These shows are going to rock.
1: Oh man, i great time of the year. We got you know Dragon Gate, you know Kobe World, two nights. Again, Speedstar finale uh, weekend there, as he's going to take on more uh, duties in the Well, yeah, just more duties in the office. So it'll be great to, uh, to kind of see, like you said, uh, Doyoshi, one last time here. Wow, I didn't even think about the Ada turn. Something that you have been uh, kind of teasing over the last year or so, you know, how brilliant it will be for Dragon Gate uh, But what will that do for the summit? It's, it's
2: Oh, well, last Friday, Eita, uh took on Kento Miyahara in his rematch in Summer Games, his first defense,
0: mm-hmm. and he
2: loses V1. Kento Miyahara defeats him, now you're 2 time champion. Uh, the winner of Summer Games, Kazuchika Okada, said September 24th, believe the title or the pay-per-view is going to be called Gold Rush. Let's put on the dream match everybody wants. Kento Miyahara, Kazuchika Okada, Pro Wrestling Summit World Championships.
1: Man. I'm sure Okada said to you, I, I love you, Booker Man.
2: He did. And I, I was respect like, you, Booker I'm Man. Like, Hell yeah. And we're going to keep you off of TV, so that way when you come back and make that announcement, you'll get the pop. <laughs> but that's
1: And a- also, don't forget this weekend, hey, just the blue stars alone, the Stardom Five Star Grand Prix. Oh, my God. For 2021. <laughs> The blue stars and their red stars, black. Uh,
2: wow. Oh, it's I just I mean like so I said, black. oh, are my god. When when they had an X, um, in the blue block, I was like, they're gonna bring in freaking Takumi Roha, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> they did, and I can't wait. And you got Utami and Tam in the same mm-hmm. block, and yeah. Siori. Oh, it's all so good. It's all good. Konami. Awesome. And just imagine, as we're talking
1: you know, the the Grand Prix and the and these tandems of wrestlers that, that could be facing each other. Uh, you know, leading up to, you know, of course, being crowned the Grand Prix champion champion. We also got the news late last week, Ryan, of another tandem.
2: Uh what? a real quick Yep. Real quick, before you go into this, because I, I forgot what I want to say about Dragon Gate. Um, the, the, the thing about the A to turn is it's exactly what, I was, what, I, what I've said about these things. If you make a heel correctly, and you truly let them do what they need to do to be the biggest thing in that company as mm-hmm. the heel, and you let it just happen, look at look at look at jay white when we saw glimpses on impact he's going to uh, be he's going to be the most over guy in the company look at the pop ricky shane page got in that that hometown <laughs> crowd for game changer it was i mean he got a nick gage pop because everyone was like finally we've been dying to cheer you mm-hmm. um look what's gonna know, going to happen with Ata.
1: crowd is going to
2: because they've been cheering for
1: years silently because, you know, he, he's a bastard, a dick-kicking bastard. But, uh, yeah, they've been waiting to cheer and not be chastised for it as, yeah, Ata. Man, that's, that's going to mm-hmm. be something to get accustomed to, but but welcome uh, as he's going to move hella merch, hopefully for Dragon Gate
2: out there. And Japan. And then as to transition to where you were going to go, because I just thought about this. The perfect way to do that is look at another talent. This co- this company has with Brick Baker. Yes. They said, all right, we know what she, how over she is. Um, well, because they started her as a
1: face and then the crowd was like, get this out of here. And then that led her into cutting crazy seething promos uh, against Shivani and, you know, all the, the opponents there. Even while it hurts, she was cutting and and doing, you know, stuff to keep her relevant. And again, you know, uh, just not the pipe bombs, if you will, not the Saudi Arabia comments. But, you know, again, she just made it, you know, a little bit of that fourth wall. She would always tear into her opponents or something that was going on within the wrestling realm. And I think a lot of people enjoyed that and can kind of see that rawness. So, you know, like you were saying, you know, once she does eventually turn because, That's just, you know, the only direction that they can go with her at this time is, uh, you know, printing money off of that. Uh, But, yeah, Ata, my God. Even, I I will say this, Roman Reigns, when he eventually does, you know, kind of flip it back there, I think he's going to get more of an organic, positive uh, response from the crowd as long as, you know, we don't acknowledge him.
2: Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So...
1: That's, Whoa, uh, feel better, Bob Odenkirk. Rush to the hospital after collapsing on set of Better Call Saul.
2: Oh, no. Whoa,
1: thoughts and prayers.
2: Yeah, we want uh, – yeah, the, the, hopefully nothing happens there. They're, I think they're filming that last season right now. Yeah. So, Whoa. But with that being said, that was all I, I just wanted to get out before I forgot to say it with the eighth to thing. Uh, if you want to drive uh, back into uh, AEW. That'd be
1: cool if ATA, if uh, Pro Wrestling Tees ever does uh, uh, current Dragon Gate shirts. If they did an ATA shirt, but in the Sega fonts. <laughs>
2: That'd be tight.
1: Since it'll be a face.
2: <laughs> but you had a pair you wanted to talk about.
1: Oh, you got the biggest pair that we've all seen there, Mr. Uh, technical Legend there.
2: <laughs> I call you Testicle Legend. The Testicle Legend Ryan Cook. <laughs> I guess that could be a thing. But I know where you're going. You want to talk Brent about the Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, CM Punk, Brian Danielson. Remember, he's not Daniel
1: Bryan anymore. Does that blow your mind? By the way, when you were just... Because that came out, what, third, Friday nights, maybe? Where it was like Dana Bryan in, in intense talks. And there was like CM Punk also in talks. And I was just like, my mind's going to explode because I don't believe any of this is going to happen, at least with CM Punk. And then it was like three days later, it was like CM Punk officially signs, but not officially. You're like, what? What's happening? And then, you know, you hear the reports, of course, with, you know, All Outs, you know, in Chicago, them having three shows, Daniel Bryan, or sorry, God, it's funny because I always used to call him Brian Danielson. Now I have to call him Brian Danielson. Uh, so now, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of course, with him wanting to work, you know, more Japan, prominently New Japan, what do we have coming up here? The G1. What better thing, you know, of course, it's going to be hard to have these two mega especially after bringing in Malachi Black and Andrade you know, as fun surprises. Hell, Christian, even, you know, a short time ago, um, you know, kind of coming into the foray here, with these two veterans, these two hopeful ratings and, and ticket boosters, uh, and, and also uh, Bleacher Report boosters here, if you have these two come out at the same time, I mean, not only will my head explode, but is this going to be over-saturation or do you can kind of come up with the plan of Punk coming out at, at one of the Chicago shows? And then Daniel – or Brian – well, there we go. Brian Danielson, of course, being, you know, uh, rumored to be coming out at the Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium show, I believe, in September. I want to yeah. Say. Um, do you think there he comes, he does the introduction, and then he announces himself for the G1 or is the G one already going to be during that time? That. Uh,
2: I gotta look to see when the G one is started. I'll, I'll take a look right now. Because wouldn't um, that be the best thing to do?
1: Where instead of having both of those guys in your company with all this bevy of talent there, to get him out of the you know American limelight and get him in that tournament? Because if he's the if that's one of the reasons why.
2: She signed with AEW
1: because of the relationship. Uh,
2: September eighteenth to October twenty first. Jesus, yeah,
1: I just saw that too. So yeah, I have no idea what the hell they're gonna do.
2: I think he shows up at Arthur Ashe. I do, um, and I think it's I think it's the best thing to do because you're gonna have nineteen thousand people in Vince's backyard.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: why not have him show up in front of those people that may not have seen you it's a big does. middle finger Yeah, that's, that's 100% why you do that when the guy who just made evented Wrestlemania six months later is coming out on your competitor at the biggest show they've ever had <laughs> that's I, oh, I think it's, you have to do that um, you know and speaking of the other gentleman, you know what I said to you was do not I repeat do not have him debut at all out you have no. him debut the week before All Out. You already sold the venue, so you don't need to advertise him for that. You know, you are, you don't need to give any more because you have sold this venue out without even giving a match. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to give it away. But if you put him, if you have him show up before, you know, now he can, now he can sell you pay per view buys. And I still think what I want to see happen is I want to, I want to. I want something to happen where they they suddenly start hinting towards it, like like they randomly have like um somebody's in the back and they're they're drinking a pepsi, <laughs> a pepsi or, okay. okay or, or you um, see
1: or, I don't people, uh, get,
2: people wouldn't get portillos
1: oh come on they
2: they they get some they, the, they would get the Nobody in Delaware is going to know about Portillo's, but they're going to go. That's CM Punk's tattoo. Or, or you have some. You have one episode of Dynamite where everyone keeps calling each other punks. You're a punk. You're a punk. <laughs> you know, just and, and I mean, I might be way off, but just these little subtle things.
1: And then, yeah, no, yeah, planting the seeds there, you know, or maybe someone's reading one of the comics that he wrote.
2: Yeah. And like, it'd be
1: really a deep dive there.
2: <laughs> But it would be cool. I mean it'd be really cool. Or you could have like um like uh I don't know, say say at the um you know, at the end of the dynamite or near the end of dynamite, um you have you have like security coming to separate it and like one of the security guards is CM Punk. And he's just like, hey, or so you know, just something so people are like, oh my god,
1: dress up like a mobster and, and ride a car, <laughs> or mobster. you
2: know, somebody like somebody goes to deliver something. Like, okay, he's gotta, he has to patch things up with Coke Cabana, doesn't he? If they already have him.
1: that. that's what I was thinking. Or is Coke Cabana on his way out?
2: No, he. I don't think he's out. They're they're yeah, not. That's going to be awkward backstage. Balance. Maybe that's what you do. You know, you you um, you have uh, Cabana Cabana gets beat like four shows in a row, and and um, you have, CM, you have you see somebody pat him on the back and he looks up and and it's CM Punk and he's like, hey, it could be worse, right? And then he walks away and everyone's like, oh my god, that was CM Punk.
1: <laughs> you know, Even something, something in like the that. vein of I, I I think we all remember this where you know. Punk was, you know, him and Cena having that, that great feud and the ending of Monday Night Raw where you see him align himself with Paul Heyman as that limo is driving slowly and the window's down and it's Heyman, and you're like, hmm. And then you're just like, holy shit, is this really going to happen? Like, something along those lines, whether it's Omega, you know, escaping, you know, a, a tag match or something, and they're, you know, backstage and all of a sudden Punk's in a limo, driving by, the window just drops down, and then you see him. He's like, oh, I've heard of you. You're a belt collector, huh? Well, I'm the best, you know, in the world. And, you know, you can go on and set up something like that just to tease that. I'm not saying throw that at all out. Or maybe if Hangman Page, who's the, you know, obvious and and rightful challenger for the AEW uh, championship there, maybe he says something to Page and, and maybe either gives him you know, hey, I know this crowd in Chicago very well. This is how you can get on their side. This is, you know, some keys to victory since I have, you know, been known to have big matches there. Something, you know, yeah, like you're saying, kind of teasing there, not like, hey, by the way, it's Omega Punk.
2: Yeah, like, like geez, you said, that's they
1: like... the event out. It's just something that, hey, we know this guy is going to need some time where he, you know, hasn't wrestled, you know, consistently in, in seven years. You know, he's been writing, you know, he's been doing movies, you know, and what have you. Uh, but, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I think if you bleed into something and just not, you know, go the Christian Cage route um, and have him team up with the dinosaur right away. But I, I just think it's something uh, where I I, I think it's a mouthpiece for a faction of a new faction at first could possibly work. because I think he's, you know, as we know. He's just as dangerous on the mic as he, as he is in the ring. Cause again, we got to remember, it's been a long ass time for him. We're on Danielson's case. We could definitely, you know, appreciate it. Know we're going to get a twenty two twenty five 25 minutes uh, kick fest.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I just, I think that's, I, I think I want punk to show up like the little things cool, but like they're, they just did it with Omega and, and uh, what's his name? Callus where they left in the, The limo to go to impact and all that like they just did that and they just had mjf and them pull up in the limo so like they've done that one but i like the idea of i just and i also don't want to take away i don't want anything to make page be overshadowed against kenny yes and if you do anything like that you're going to immediately take page out of it and people are going to instantly start speculating omega and punk and then when page wins they're going to be disappointed but i think which know tying this all together with what you said hear me out on this um paid or omega leaves the final show for his life and he runs and he, he he's like i'm getting the hell out of the building and he's running to leave and he goes out into the parking lot and he's like he's like waving for the the the, the, the uber or whatever to come and he's like Ha ah. he's like come on open the door and the driver comes out to open the door, and he goes, man, you're in a hurry, and it's CM Punk's the driver.
1: And then he no, closes go, the
2: door. Hiya, Kenny. <sighs> but like, he makes no mention of, of Kenny. He's just, he just like, where, where to? And it's CM Punk. And you're just like, oh my what? god, now CM Punk. And then that's all you get. You get nothing else. Because now... We'll see you next year. <laughs> now Here's every single person's going... I have to watch this paper because he's got to be there. Right. And then this is, this is what I want to happen is I want MJF to beat Jericho again. It's not going to hurt Jericho if he can't beat MJF. He's over 50 or whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. When MJF beats Jericho, he's talking all the shit to him and he's like, and he's like, I told you I'm MJF and I'm better than you. And you and the lights go off, and now everyone Ooh, freaking out. And the lights come back on, and Punk sitting cross leg in the entranceway, and he's like, "Hey, Max," and <laughs> and and that's you, you, now you got Punk there, and he cuts the problem on MJF or something like, ah, everyone lose their mind. Or that would think?
1: be a, a very nice back and forth.
2: Or you even Cody even would,
1: would be a tremendous feud leading into something.
2: Yeah, Cody would be good too. So I don't know, I just I want to see something. I want it to be really over the top where you where it's kind of like that Stan Lee in a Marvel movie. Yes. Where you freak out and then you're like, oh my god, Well, oh, there he is, and it just, so like, ah, where to? And it's like, see a fun driver, <laughs> or like. <laughs> Somebody's walking backstage, like reading something, and 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 like Kenny's rushing to get out of the building, and he he knocks into somebody with his shoulder, and he keeps running, and then the camera turns back, and the and the person looks back and then looks at the camera. He's like, "What a dick!" (laughs) And it's punk walking, and then that comes shuttles up there. Oh shoot! (laughs) Or
1: someone's just is listening to a living color vinyl, and you're like, "Ah, "I know what you did there." (laughs) And then it's the (laughs) finger of kill switch engage. (laughs) <laughs> that has the vinyl in his hand. You're like, whoa, that is a. Meta.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he
2: uh, he so he gets shoulder blocked by. I'm, I'm going back to this now because I thought about something else. He gets shoulder blocked by Kenny, and then he, he turns away to see the back of his head, and then he looks at the camera and he's like, "What a dick!" And then all of a sudden, you see him and he walks into either Cody Rhodes or Tony Khan's locker room, and then Dynamite <laughs> goes off the air.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: Like what? What were your feels, Ryan, when you were reading all this? That you know, hey, it's potential that they're going to be there. Hey, the you know they're just waiting for them to sign. Hey, they signed this morning. Like I, as a wrestling fan, hey Mark, not like someone that knows the business, the industry, and has to. But as these two wrestlers that have been seminal on the independent scene, Ring of Honor, WWE. You know, that, that we've seen in our formative years, like for them to say, hey, for, for Danielson to jump and say, this is what I want to do now in my life, in my career. For CM Punk to say, hey, I see some exciting stuff here. You know, Tony Khan's got some, you know, interesting ideas. You know, they, they have, you know, some EVPs that want to do stuff. Hey, I know a majority of this roster as well. You know, is, is it something, you know, and who knows, maybe Brody Lee, you know, in contact with Punk, you know, as as Malachi Black or uh, Alistair Black says recently, he's like, hey, I remember John telling me this is a great place to be, and that stuck with me. So I I would always, you know, hear this and that, all the good, you know, and and we know Punk and, you know, and and Brody Lee had that that hockey connection and, and were really good friends, you know, during their time there. And, you know, it's just something where again, I was marking out, I was checking dirts every half hour. Where I was giddy, and I was like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is Christmas in July. But, like, for you, a hardened wrestling fan, journalist, Mark, what have you, like, honestly, were you were you annoyed? Were you just like, hey, maybe they're out of their prime? Or, B, were you just like, holy shit, wrestling's going to get good again?
2: I I had thought... Daniel Bryan was going there the, the last time. And mm-hmm. then when he went back, I was like, ugh, what are you doing? Because that was when I went to you and I was like, look, everyone's talking about, well, now we get all these dream actions we didn't get. You're not going to get it. And I told you it wasn't going to happen. I told everybody it wasn't going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, everyone's like, I know, but it'll be, de- you're going to get this. And I'm like, yes, they, they should. We should. But, but, you know, too much credit being given, you know? Yeah. And then it was exactly that. He wrestled The Miz and Shane McMahon.
1: <laughs> right away.
2: <laughs> and yeah, it was, and it was like, you know, it, and it was, it was right at that moment too. It was like, slowly, that was about the, I think that was the year before when you finally went. That's it. Let's just stop. I'm fine. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, that's, yeah, I can't do it anymore either. Like, I had just gotten to that point when he came back, and I was like, I don't care. It's not going to work because they're not going to mm-hmm. give us anything. We're not going to get the damn call. We're not going to get any of this. We're not going to get him and Kyle O'Reilly. We're not going to get Ryzak Strong in here. We're not going to get any of this. It, it, well, we did get him and Roddy in that Royal Rumble, and, and it was amazing. Didn't we get him
1: and Cole on, like, that SmackDown, of you know, the
2: Survivor Series oh, when did, they were yeah. all yeah. – Yeah. And I just remember Roderick Strong destroyed Brian Danielson's chest
1: mm-hmm. in that
2: Rumble, <laughs> which was awesome. But like you know, no, they're just gonna give us the Miz and oh, no, and half of his half of his return match was him laying on the floor at WrestleMania, not able to tag Shane. <laughs> I'll, I'll um, so I kind of knew this was gonna happen, and I had a feeling with with the Chicago connection and pro wrestling tees and all that that eventually Punk was gonna do it because there's no way that was gonna be the last way he wrestles. Pro wrestling doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Nobody, when they say I'm done. Is done never happens. I just didn't know. I just was surprised it was going to happen all at once. But then again, you know, Tony Khan said we're we're going to start up this Rampage show, and because of that, we're going to we need more talent because we're going to treat this as as important as dynamite. Wow. And and they we get Tommy Ann, we get Andrade, CM Punk, we get Daniel Bryan. We get Thunder Rosa, you know, Mark Henry, whether people call him a big deal or not, that's a big name. People know who Mark Henry is. And I wouldn't be shocked if one of those two don't show up on the first rampage to get a pop.
1: But that show being on a Friday night at, what, 9 o'clock? It's like right after SmackDown. Will that consistency of viewership, if they jump from Fox to TBS, I mean, That would have to be advertised prior in order for that to that number to get a pop. People are already gonna get eyes on that, but if you get, you know, like hey C M Punk is gonna show up on a Friday night nine PM show, it just seems like it doesn't have the same luster as like Wednesday night dynamite, you know, prime time. Yeah.
2: And that's one of those things too, where you, you are need these to advertise- two your attraction wrestlers?
1: Are these your Brock Lesnar John Cena's where they're not gonna be there? you know, week in and week out where it's just going to be, you know, hey, every other quarter these guys are going to be in a few, few years, do wow. their thing, and then come back, you know, here and there. Oops.
2: I don't think it'll be that long. Um, AW doesn't have all their talents working. That's why they have so many people is because they don't want to burn you out on it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, how
2: many matches has Cody Rhodes had in the last six months on Dynamite?
0: Uh
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh the strap match. The uh, yeah, him and QT, QT Marshall.
2: You know, a, he said
1: maybe. But that, that was, was a while ago. ago. That was quite a while ago. So. You
2: know, and the Malachi Black thing happened two or three weeks ago, and five weeks later, he's finally having the match because they're building that's up. True. Like he, they, they do a good job of not burning you out on these people. That's what it, that's why mm-hmm. it's so entertaining. Is it's it's you're look. Look at the last five weeks of Monday Night Raw and tell me how many times they've had the same match. Like, Ricochet and Johnny Drip Drip wrestled like four Three shows times. in a row.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Money in the Bank and two straight Raws. It's been the almost AJ Viking Raiders. And it's they have the all same that. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> Instead they're gonna give us Dominic Mysterio and Roman
1: Reigns all the time. Like And just show you the difference on, on even their tag teams. AEW good job building uh you know, Santana and Ortiz at FTR making this like, hey, these teams have been you know, in the 2010s have been putting on some great matches and look, we're gonna set them up, you know, for tomorrow night. I, I'm in the main event because again this build has been great, great. you know with Good. with Tully Conan you know in, in a way there but just you know show highlighting what these teams mean for tag team wrestling and how you know not many companies really enjoyed that there but I I think that's been going
2: strong there. Ooh, what's this? A treat. Thank so, you so much. So let me go through here. Um, one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Okay, we're we're in month eight. So how many weeks have we had this year? If if I if it just guesstimate, like thirty two weeks, thirty three weeks,
1: like thirty four. Yeah.
2: Adam Page has wrestled on thirteen Dynamites. So he he worked singles and tags or. Just singles. So he worked a six-man um on January 2nd, or January 20th, and then he worked a singles on the next show. Then the, the, the next show after that, because they taped all those, him and Matt Hardy wrestled a tag match. Then two weeks later, he wrestled a third tag match with Matt Hardy, and then the next day, because they taped another week out, he wrestled Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, March 3rd, he was in a tag match. March 24th, he wrestled Cesar Bononi, two-minute match. April 7th, he beat Max Caster. April 21st, he beat Ricky Starks. Um, And then he lost to Brian Cage the next show. Um, And then he didn't wrestle on TV until May 28th, when he beat Joey Janelle at Friday Night Dynamite. Then he him and ten beat Team Taz June fifth, and then uh, June twenty sixth he beat Powerhouse Hobbs on Saturday Night Dynamite, and that was his, he hasn't wrestled in a month on Dynamite. In
1: a month, wow! He's been uh, too busy coming out late after Dark Order has been uh, in the ring or vice versa. We're like, where's the backup?
2: <laughs> <It's> but <been> like, <laughs> where is
1: everyone during this feud? But the wow. most
2: over guy in this company, arguably, who's going to win the strap. He's had 13 matches on TV. Cody Rhodes, QT, Marshall, July 7th. And then him and Brock Anderson tagged on June 6th.
1: What the hell's a Brock Anderson? Oh, Anderson, that's right. Yeah.
2: And then the show before that uh, was against the Factory. And then that was June 4th. And then he hadn't wrestled on Dynamite since April 22nd. And that was on Blood and Guts. He wrestled QT Marshall again. And then there was the Duval Street Fight two weeks. Oh, that was a house show, so that doesn't even count. And then he had an exhibition match with QT Marshall again on my birthday. (laughs) I can't believe that feud's been going on that long.
1: I thought it just happened like in
2: June. He's had five (laughs) matches since my birthday on Dynamite and three have been against QT Marshall. Wow and or excuse me a, a, a singles two three singles match yeah three singles matches versus QT Marshall um a tag match with go gogo and QT Marshall and then mm-hmm. a tag match with solo and Marshall and then the singles match again so he's had five matches and they've all been QT Marshall in wow. in 4 months like that's my point they don't oversaturate these guys on TV so i'm not worried about him doing this mhm you know, then so they're good that, to know. weave
1: their their talent in and out, and like you were saying with the rampage, you know, it, it, I'm assuming it's going to be like a dark, because I mean, are they still going to elevation and dark,
2: including with the rampage? I'm guessing one will one will be taped before one, and one will be taped before the other.
1: So we're going to have four AEW products on TV and and two on on the interwebs.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Dark and Dark Elevation are great. They're they're some of the best shit they have. I love those shows. Wow. Because it's it's like 12 matches in an hour block.
1: Hour and a half It's block. like watching a legit performance center. Except they have people.
2: Yep. It's like watching
1: wrestling, indie wrestling, you know, the 90s. You're watching people grow and mature and character evolve, which I think is the most important thing.
2: So check this out. So aside from those five matches I told Shout
1: you. Shout out to J.D. Drake.
2: March, hell, yeah, J.D. Drake rules. Uh, March 11th, he worked uh, Pentagon Jr. Um, the show before that against some guy named Seth Gargis in a 50-second squash. Um, and then March 3rd, it was against Shaq and Jade Cargo. <laughs> a, month, a month before that, it was him and Shoddy Lee Johnson against Caesar Badoni and Pete Avalon. Two weeks before that against Pete Avalon, and two weeks before that, Matt Seidel. And that's all he's done match-wise on Dynamite. Wow. Like they don't oversaturate these guys.
1: Well that's what the they did. That's the Mandela stuff, apparently.
2: And that's that's why these shows are so good is because you get different shit all the time. I I it's fantastic. It's so and they and, and they did this with limited during COVID when they had limited COVID. people too at times. I it's just it's, this company is thinking like, this is the first time right now where I'm like, man, something's going to compete with Stardom and Dragon Gate potentially for my my company <laughs> in <the> a year. <laughs> because the last two years, Noah was the only thing that sniffed that.
1: And Raw, you know, kind of dripping within almost two and a half a million of viewers route, and and Dynamite getting a you know one of uh, their highest rated shows last week with what one point one million. So I mean, as we've been saying over the last you know six months, they could be itching. You know, of course, some setbacks, some NBA playoffs, you know, switching them to a different day, you know, definitely hurts some. But it looks like they, they are back on track, and especially with the hype, Uh surrounding. Uh, not only really the uh, the two signees that they have with Malachi Black, a.k.a. Tommy and, and Andrade, which by the way we still get him and Omega uh, in a couple of weeks here uh, in that title match. So uh, a lot of holes in the fire, a lot of – and exciting stuff happening In the world of professional wrestling And unfortunately it does not involve The return of John Cena Which is pretty ridiculous But you know like Roman Reigns said It's like missionary <laughs> position Every day of your life Would you Ryan right now In your life would you settle Missionary position every day or
2: no Oh yeah I'd be fine It's, it's probably been a year Almost so yeah I'll take no. it <laughs> And by the way, I think we're Roman gonna we're gonna find Sydney himself. a
1: babysitter, and I'm I'm gonna get you uh, a lap dance.
2: Oh, baby, like after Raw. <laughs> you know, I, I think Roman was talking about himself in that promo
1: too. Oh. I Look, will say I'm, when he was talking in that the middle of that promo, like when he started going on like the same music, the same this, that was a different side. Like even during this whole acknowledge like, me, you could see he was just loose as hell. And she's like, you know what? I'm gonna dump it all. He buried mm-hmm. me during our last feud, and this is gonna be my tent. And just his tone was different. I was like, okay, it's a little bit more believable. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's gonna say what everyone's been saying for years, but you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued to see where 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 the the continuance of the growth of this feud. Am I looking forward to Survivor Series? No. Will I watch it? <laughs> Maybe. But you know, it definitely won't be the the night of. That's for sure.
2: Uh, it just I know, like I'll say this: I think that before this year's over, yep. um, AEW is going to be ahead of going to be ahead of RAW. Yeah, or have to, at least has they beat them. Whew. And just imagine
1: all the smarks brains exploding when you know they announce it like double or nothing 2022 CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. Mhm. And what's funny almost... is like the lore of indie wrestling like I always thought hey these guys ran you know ROH together, you know they were on the indies during that, you know, uh during that that era. I assumed that they were the best of friends and then years later you read and you find out from people you know, or, you know, your people in the industry. And they're like, yeah, they they say hi. Or even from interviews with them. Like, yeah, we're we're cordial with each other, but it's not like we hang out. And I remember Mm. that totally, like, blew my mind because, to me, they're the same type of wrestler. And I'm not saying style, but just what they bring as an overall package and what they mean towards that 2000. you know 2010 you know or maybe 2014 when bunk left that whole era you know of wrestling that was not your 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 ruthless aggression you know or your uh or your tna or or what have you where they were bringing different eyes and different sets of fans and it was like all right you know your ecw smart fans if you will it's like all right well we're not gonna have you know crazy death matches or balls money on our screens we're gonna watch you know, Claudio Castanoli and, and, you know, Chris Hero take on so-and-so. And, oh, here's this CM Punk guy. And, you know, what is he going to do? God, he's a smug asshole. Who's Brian Danielson? Why are they throwing toilet for streamers? What's the final countdown? Why is he such a prick? Headlock, huh? Where it just brought so much more difference. And then when you're like, wow, these guys have got to be best friends. And then the animosity that they have against each other because they wanted to be the best. And that's all mm-hmm. you can ask at any type of business, whether it's professional wrestling, uh, whether it's retail, whether it's, you know, at, at a big, a big company there. But it's it's something that I think wrestling needs right now, that friendly competition, not only within the different companies, as we are seeing, majority of them are, you know, equally wanting to play in each other's sandbox. But also to have that inner competition within each other to say, hey, what do we need to beat you know the evil empire? To beat the New York Yankees of wrestling. So I think everyone's gonna be on the same page now of A having fun and B finally taking over what the WWE has been lacking, which of course is creative. <laughs> and a wrestler. But it's uh it's a great time to be a fan. And then, oh, yeah, Matt Cardona uh, getting uh, the most heat I've seen in probably since uh, John uh, in Chicago 10 years ago at Money in the Bank.
2: Um, and then I don't know if you saw this. I just saw this for the first time, just scrolling here. Um, the the uh, August 21st Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series show is not called the Stadium Series anymore
1: to call it the switchblade series
2: yeah jay white sam adonis
1: <laughs> yes i did see that that's going to be uh, a, a interesting match sam adonis does some really good work over with warrior wrestling there so uh i don't know if it's the match i would have picked but i think it's going to be damn good and the fans who are not uh in tune with what the switchblade can do i i definitely think will uh Fall into the grasp there. Hello, nurse. <laughs>
2: um, I, I can see too. Uh, Jay White will get a pop.
1: The seeds seem with impact, especially like I said with that. I said, "Wow, that phase turn is going to come sooner rather than later." Yeah, and he's going to get exposure once he eventually jumps to TNT. That's the fun part of this all is he's making that that you know. Little no state side on on impact is going to get that Finley match, but when he somehow you know post G one ever lead to another big show in the states here, you know say they change uh, you know where where Double or Nothing is for next year or Revolution or whatever their February gimmick is, uh, if they have that at New York uh, at Madison Square Garden per se. Or even uh, the rumored United Center appearance from AEW, as uh, apparently the EVPs and Tony Khan flew out to Chicago on Sunday to film some stuff. Uh, But again, COVID, you know, restrictions kind of happening, rumored to be happening yet again with the spikes there. And I mean, man, from concerts to sports to wrestling, we were just both at ballparks, you know, within about a week from each other. You know, Lollapalooza is planning to, you know, go crazy this weekend, you know, uh, rolling loud in Miami, you know, a few other music guests down there. Um, it'll be interesting if we have to revert back to that, but I, I really hope this doesn't manage to mess with any, not only wrestling storyline plans, but, you know, just the world, the storyline of getting the hell out of 2020.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're we're finally having fun again with things, and I'd like to keep it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, take that. COVID. Uh, <laughs>
2: man.
1: What do you got coming up on S radio tomorrow night there, sir?
2: Uh tomorrow night is kind of in a little bit of a shamble as uh we we have uh we've finished um four of the eight divisions. So, um the last eight weeks we've had sixteen teams on. We started the NFC and AFC South last week and the two that we're supposed to be on this week uh hasn't uh confirmed. So <laughs> our streak may be broken at nine of at uh week ten of sixteen. So I'm gonna do some late minute late last minute scrambling, I think, on this. Uh, I've so been in I... the
1: NBA draft, as you, I'm sure you'll preview that uh leading into Thursday.
2: Uh Kate Cunningham. Ooh. Also we have um two uh two more get to know 'em's from Nick Hagberg who's brought back the get to know 'em segment. Nice. So that'll be that'll be awesome to hear from uh Mr hangbergen <laughs> on there again uh, but yeah, and then uh more royal rose twenty twenty one on Friday on the summit
1: And i might pop up i might be on camera this time I might say f you cook.
2: I'm hopping on. <laughs> the the only the only reason that that makes it hard doing that is the uh the green screen so damn small. If I had a bigger green screen, it'd be perfect. That's
0: what she said.
2: Um, that's the one advantage when, we, uh, when, uh, when, when I move into the, the new place, where the, the room that is going to be my, my dream room, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to paint one of the walls uh, like a green screen, green, so that I can oh, walk. I'll nice. be able to walk around and like, have like, uh, like an actual like, what'll look like a studio room.
1: Very nice. Look out for so that, fun. and look out, look out for Saray. or is it
2: Saray, <laughs> uh, uh taking off uh, women's heads <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all throughout. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I hope they know what's about to happen when when she gets in there <laughs> and, uh, with some of these people and they start going because she ain't gonna uh, she, ain't she ain't gonna pull shot. And she smoked uh, Priscilla Kelly. <laughs> Which is tight as hell. That's gonna <laughs> be fun though. But yeah, we got got some good stuff coming up. And uh, Thursday, we may jump back on Thursday here with our uh, award show. So be on the lookout. But we be have the- to make sure we at least uh, got you that Dragon Gate coverage.
1: Yes, yes. COVID World. Don't forget Dragon Gate Network.
0: Dot
1: <laughs> Com. Whatever. Order it. It's great. And you'll we'll watch New Japan. Tanahashi, filling in for Kota Ibushi. That's crazy how we're like, yeah, maybe New Japan. wow yeah. that we're at that point juncture well, in our lives.
2: They ran a dome with five matches.
1: Tokyo I mean, Dome, right? Yeah. But they have like 8,000 people.
2: Yeah, there's no, I don't think there's anyone in the bleachers. It was all on the, uh, just on the, oh, it looked weird. That's, which I'm going to leave you with one thing and we can talk about it later. Um, one of the wrestling podcasts that I always listening to. They, they had proposed a question. Um, do you think, New Japan, with everything going on and things getting changed and goofed over there, do you think it would be worth it to bite the bullet and buy the roster a plane ticket and just run the U.S. for six months?
1: What do you mean, run the U.S.?
2: You could run buildings that are the same venues you're running now with the same amount of fans but you'd have cheering and reactions and not a quiet clap. Crowd. Like I'm scared to watch the dome with no noise.
1: Hmm. Especially in the Tanahashi championship match, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But like they could come and run ECW arena or Hammerstein and, you know, they could do this and they could interact with AEW and all the companies because they're already in America. Um, I when they, they got they that could,
1: show coming in California.
2: Yeah, and that building sold out. They they sold it out without even announcing anything yet. So America will buy tickets, like they they want to see it. I mean, do you you just say, you know what, screw it? Let's just fly everyone over here and let's just run run the U.S. for six months. I mean, if it's if
1: it's there fiscally, then sure. I mean, one of the reasons why the last time they toured heavily, it was because like Tanahashi was the name and like the rest was young line. So people were like, huh? You know. Mm -hmm. So I think they're gonna make. After that, with that show, uh, State's here in a couple of weeks. I mean, if you're able to get at least, I would say, six top pedigree wrestlers, you know, pure wrestlers, not like your J.Y., your Juice Robinsons, you know, if you could bring, like, L.I.J., like, when they would do the R.I.J. tours, like, if you you could bring bring those guys and just run, you know, maybe two or three tag matches... And then if you can have, like, three special, you know, matches, like, you know, attraction matches, you don't need a title match every night. But, yeah, you you could run a different title or two titles every night, you, you know, at a different, you know, state. I think that would work.
2: You bring the whole roster and you run the exact same bookings you're going to do. You just I mean, do you do that time. after the Dome, after January? Or you do it until January and hope it gets better.
1: Man, it's all about that bushy road money. I mean, on paper, yeah, that sounds like a, a fantastic idea. But, I mean, I, uh, when you break down the logistics of, of it, but... Uh, like, you know. I don't you know, you I don't know if they, if people would be tired out by it, to be honest with you. I don't know if it still has the same aura. I mean, yeah, it's been a while since they've been here, of course, with COVID, and, you know, that, that sold out pretty cool. – is that in San Francisco, this, this event, or
2: uh, – San Fran or L.A., I think, one of the two. So, uh,
1: what I mean, what the, if you the bases... ran the, the
2: entire G1 here, and you run the final in, like – I don't know. You run the final in Madison Square Garden and invite AEW with.
1: What are your states that you're gonna do? What are your ten
2: cities? You have eighteen that you shows. You gotta do. You have yep. eighteen shows.
1: But you could do so two you, shows in some cities,
2: like yeah, you're you doing just,
1: with the one now.
2: You start in one end of the and go to the go to just go across the U.S. You you get you rent like six six big buses. They're already used like, to riding the
1: buses, so I mean, yeah, yeah. that wouldn't be a problem so for get, them.
2: You get the big buses. And you start in California, and you work your way across.
1: I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind if they did the uh, New Japan Cup that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was just it was a question of pose, and I was just like, "That's a really interesting take." But like you, you know, they're running in Japan. Um, they're running in Japan sometimes in front of 800, 800 fans at Cork and no. right. You're kidding. I mean, they can't. They can't put any more in the buildings. If yeah, but if restrictions
1: stand, are going to be, you know, coming to a head again, as rumored in America,
2: if, and you can avoid those cities that are really strict.
1: Mm-hmm. So I mean, every um, venue is going to look for something to add. I mean, and like you said, that's a guaranteed at least eighty percent selling, if not a sellout. For a majority of the the areas, you know, if they play it smart.
2: So they ran Cork and Hall today. Uh, what the fuck? Is this already over? Oh, uh, Dick Togo and Evil defeated Bushi and Shingo in the main event. What? <laughs> the worst main event ever. El Phantasmo, Jado, and Taiji Shimori beat Robbie Eagles, Tiger Mask, and Yuya Yamura. fuck
1: yeah i don't know if i i would pay to go see this
2: like chase owen <laughs> supposedly is about to get a big rub but like then you'd have jay white moxley archer uh um,
1: that's who is accuser
2: you <laughs> see you'd have uh, you'd have um you know the good brothers you'd have kenta um you know you have all this stuff that you're not using now mm-hmm. i had to think if kenta's even back over there
1: um In florida no i kidding
2: yeah so they they ran cork and hall 454 fans
0: jesus
2: you mean to tell me that they couldn't run roy wilkins auditorium and sell 2500 tickets
1: oh easily In a so
2: you're making more money but then and again can- i thought oh. that
1: i saw that ring of honor new japan combo show with bullet club laj blah blah, blah. And maybe a third of that place was sold in Villa Park. Was that? Was that 2018?
2: Was that Omega Yoshihashi? Possibly. Or was it was uh, Jushin Liger was on that show? Yes. Right? Yes. Jushin Liger. Let's see. Doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo. Let's go matches. And how long ago was it? 2018? 2018, let me check. It wasn't June, was it? Uh, I can go like this here. I can type in matches. Jushin Liger and Cheeseburger. Jushin Liger and Cheeseburger defeated the dogs at the Odium in Villa Park, right? Yep. Uh, May... May 13th of 2018. Um, It doesn't say how many people are in attendance. Oh, because that's that's a TV taping. Huh, that's why. So it was the... um, Hmm. That's why it didn't pop up, right? Ah. I I want the... uh, Why doesn't it show the damn show? So it was May 13th of 2018. So let's go back, like, page four. Well, page three, I went too far. All right. Um, ROH, Villa Park, here we go. Is this the whole card, or is this just the taping?
1: It's just the taping.
2: Weird. They they have it broken up into three events. That's mm. stupid. I, I, would, I was hoping they would just have, like, hey, here's the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could... Whatever. But I mean like it's I, I my point is just like it's not like they're they're not going to draw fans, you know what I mean?
1: Jesus. I saw Gordon and Jonathan Gresham, uh, Diana Perazza and then Briscoes and Rapun I remember Rapungi Three Care being there, but I totally spaced that they faced the Briscoes in that match. <laughs>
2: That was Cody, Hagman, Marty, and the Young Bucks against L.I.J.?
1: Yes. That I do remember.
2: Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know. I think they could do just fine over here. You know, and the the extra money it costs to fly everyone over? Okay, cool. Well, we'll make that up by just having real fans.
1: stardom can uh, run that shit over there, then, and take over. There, there. you go. Yeah, see? Yeah. I
2: don't know. Yeah. Just was a interesting like what if that i thought was fun i
1: don't know i, I started thinking about logistics and all that but i i mean I, I just don't know if there's that much firepower than what we saw three four five years ago
2: true but i mean you'd be able to use impact and and NWA and AEW <laughs> talent, too. I hope Kata comes back to
1: Impact randomly, like J. White. And <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa, what? This is awkward. He comes out with the Kato mask and then just, like, rips it off. And then, like, it's, it's dripping
0: in gold.
2: He he walks in, spits on the canvas, and leaves. And <laughs> was like, Damn. <laughs> okay, Okada that was, that was, I was expecting that <laughs> It's like, jeez So oh, That's dude. all I got That's all I got They're going to kick us off here in a few minutes
1: sweet. Oh man well, I think the uh, Santa man is definitely calling me And I'm not talking about Adam Sandler Or Neil Gaiman comic book But uh, for Ryan The technical legend cook I am the, well, it's not my birthday uh, anymore birthday boy, Alex <laughs> Mello. And- it was when
2: we thought we were going to do an hour.
1: <laughs> as in for Miles, yeah. Can, so can the I ladies, yeah, 11 the latest. So <laughs> can I a lot fun, something? Because it's been 20, 20 days since the last year, but uh, could be two and or a little bit more for our next show. So it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll see you. Uh, in the Twin Cities this weekend uh, for some Dragon Gate Kobe World yeah. and to uh, get Sydney hyped for some Jungle Cruise. So, hey, lo and behold, it's on Facebook as I just mentioned, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> that's awkward. But, uh, yes. Can I play a out? Time. Yeah, play a
2: out. Happy and is... We will see you guys for Kobe World.
0: Speed Lightning